The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Yo, what's the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, the professor, a.k.a. Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers postgame show uh, here on CarolinaCatChronicles.com. The Panthers fall. Cardiac Cats. Had a heart attack at the end. A Joey Sly missed field goal. A inability to close out the game when you have the ball on the five with a gift from the Minnesota Vikings after the defense scores more than half of your or half of your points in the day. The Panthers found a way, managed to lose this game by one point with 40 seconds left. Boy. It was a typical Carolina Panthers game. The Cardiac Cats live on. And if you're a fan of a team trying to bring an exciting game to you, an entertaining game, and still lose, boy, this was the game for you. The number's 252-228-5098. Chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions with myself and my homeboys, my co-host here, Cody Lashney. Welcome back to the C3 Panthers podcast. Tony Dunn, here we are again, man. Another missed field goal away from winning. Another game where Teddy Bridgewater had the ball in his hands and our offense couldn't do anything. Um, and now it appears that uh, Teddy Bridgewater's inaccuracies might have just ended DJ Moore's season, man. And I intend to pull no punches on today's show, and I never will pull today's pun- or pull punches. And we're going to do it with the best fans and all of YouTube, man, Sarah Taylor, Lee Trotter, DJ Perez, Joe Mi- Jerome Miller, Nathan Siebens, Joey the Blind Panther, Esquivel, Alex Christmas, Trill Warren, Tony Dunn, and nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. The number's 252-228-5098. Go ahead and call. Leave a message. We'll play it on the podcast today. No call goes left unheard in the post game show and uh to to help us do this we've got Codizzle Allen the man of many streams welcome back to the C3 Panthers podcast oh boy oh boy <laughs> um i'm just going to say this right now anybody in chat i absolutely i'm going to tell you just don't even try do not try to defend Teddy Bridgewater in any facet on this podcast tonight because you were going to get roasted so bad Teddy Bridgewater is the reason we lost, is the only reason we lost. You can blame it on Sly, sure, feel free. He didn't make that that end of the game kick. You can try to blame it on the defense, but guess what? In what world can you say when the defense scored more than half of the points your team had the entire game that they're the reason that they lost the game? They did everything they possibly could. 
This is all on Teddy Bridgewater, and I have been somebody who has defended Teddy Bridgewater. This loss is entirely on his hands, and you can try to also say, well, that last drive, he gave us a shot. I don't give a shit. That should not have had a, been a situation had he not injured DJ Moore on a wide-open end zone pass. And, Cody, this is what I'm going to disagree with you on. This game is exactly why Joe Brady will not be head coach next year. Oh, all right. All right. Um, Joey Sly misses a 54-yard game-winning field goal. The Panthers fall 28-27, Greg. The Gre- Greg, We have the man of many streams, and we have the man of many podcasts. Greg, welcome to the C3 Panthers podcast. Tough day for being a Panthers fan. Andrew, and is it you? You're no, I'm like, we only got nose up. Maybe it's me, and uh, I'll try to edit the box. Oh, no, it's me. Mm. Got it. Okay. Fix it. I'm, yeah. fix, I'm fixing it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, tough day for Panthers. Uh, to be a Panthers fan, I suppose. Uh, it's kind of what I expected. I've been calling this all year long about Teddy, all year long about the coaching. It's finally coming true. I'm just riding this train now, man, because I've been driving it the whole year. So we're going to see uh, see what happens in the future. And, and uh, CK, that's a great point. You know, you bring up about Brady uh, not being a head coach next year, and this is the reason why, and I 100% agree with you. That I don't think that you know through this season, I don't think he's proven anything that's, that's going to make him a head coach. Not next year, at least. So I've said I've said the talk is premature on the Brady being a head coach, but let's start with that. CK, tell me why today lets us know um, what was the problem today from the this right. offense and Joe Brady. So all game, what have you been seeing from Teddy Bridgewater? The first quarter, first half, the same we always has. see. Mediocre right. at best. He was missing wide open receivers. He was overthrowing people, underthrowing people right. all game. So what are you going to do when you need to run the clock down at the end of the game? You don't put the ball in Teddy's hands. You don't. He is not the best player on the team. And he, he did not- didn't. We ran the football. No. We did nothing but ran the football. And it was no. a turnover on downs. No, a, no, a no. Punt. Hold on. A Hold on. punt is the only thing uh-uh. that gave us the ball uh-uh. back. Uh-uh. No, no, final no, drive went on the five. You're on the five. On the, that last series, there was three passes. Uh, no, one pass, but it was one run, and then it was two passes. One was dropped by Cannon, and the other was dropped by Ian Thomas. Stop the clock. And then they got the ball. They got We punted the ball. They fielded the punt. And then they like muffed it. We got the ball back. We ran it twice and then threw the ball again. We ran a total of 11 seconds off of the clock after the muffed punt. That is a problem on an offense. That is a problem on an offense. That is an issue. And that's an offensive coordinator putting the ball in Teddy's hands when it shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. And Why just, uh, just to let do? you know this. This was after... Was this... Listen, a- when they did try and run the, the clock, they stone cold stopped us. Because we we had no aggression no, to our to no. our offense. We got one uh, first our, down. Uh, listen, we get to the red zone every single time, and we saw last week that when we had a better quarterback, we were able to put the ball in the end zone. What a coincidence that every time we're in the red zone now, we can't do shit. It's the same play caller. Teddy Bridgewater just fucking sucks. And I'm four not yard run, that. two yard and run, I'm, I'm pass incomplete. This is what happened. Here's the exact play. Here's the exact series of play. First and goal on the nine after a muff punt. On the nine, let you just know this. Uh, And where I was at watching the game, 
went to a sports bar to watch it, and the, everybody and people that were not Panthers fans said, "Game over. That's it. That's the game." Four yard run, Mike Davis up the middle. Two yard run. So we did run twice, and then we passed incomplete. Mm-hmm. That was the DJ Moore pass that ended up with a field goal. You almost wonder if. <laughs> If going for it on fourth and just running it and turning the ball over on the f- seven or six or whatever would have been the would way have to do better it. Idea, I don't know what it is, but okay. So Joe Brady and this offense does not deliver at the end or at all really in this game. It's 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 a hundred percent on Bridgewater. The reason we mm-hmm. lost. Don't get me wrong, but. The problem I don't know. Sly missing Brady. a field goal is a big deal. He we had an opportunity. Teddy Bridgewater did throw a 40, whatever, throw it to the 47 and hit Curtis Samuel. We were able to get down there. We were able to get down there, and Joey Sly missed the field goal. That has to be considered in this moment. Teddy Bridgewater played. I think Teddy Bridgewater had the same game. He has the only thing different today in Teddy Bridgewater's game was that he had a poor completion percentage. Jeremy Chen proved this game alone why he is the defensive rookie of the year and put up more touchdowns than Teddy Bridgewater. Our defense gave us a fucking chance, bro. Listen, we don't have a ton of talent on our defense, but the talent that we do have, they show up, and they're looking to punch you in the mouth. And every single time they do it, Teddy Bridgewater and this meandering offense – Fail them at every single level. 100%. We cannot affect every level of the field. PJ Walker gave us a better chance. And I tell you what, I'll go to Bat Daddy on this one. I blame the coaches for feeling shackled to Teddy Bridgewater instead of going with their balls and playing the fucking quarterback that should have been playing, which is PJ Walker. I don't yeah. disagree with that. Yeah. I don't disagree at all. Hey. I think I think here's the thing. I think it's okay. Give him a shot against a, a defense that was supposed to be bad in the Vikings and give him an opportunity. But I think after the first quarter and that interception, I mean, he he clearly was not a good – like, he was not doing well. And you can sit there and say he picked it up there after that. Sure, there were some nice passes. He had some deep passes. But he had more bad plays this game than he had good plays. Mm-hmm. And you can sit there and try to say, well, that Robbie Anderson bad. That was all on Robbie Anderson. If any person on this chat – thinks that Robbie Anderson was not the reason we got that touchdown, that is that is just complete fallacy yeah, right there. It was a six-yard pass. Yeah, like, it, was, it was 100% like Robbie Anderson. Bridgewater yeah. was not doing a good job today. <clears throat> he was just not making good decisions, not making good throws, not making good reads. And then when he did, everybody wanted to praise him. Oh, did you see that? You guys are not talking about when he does the good shit. And I'm like, well, listen, here's the thing. He has so much bad shit. I don't think it makes a lot of sense for us to sit here and praise the – that's like saying, hey, listen, you – are a really bad employee. You have one of the worst sales records on the floor, but because you did one thing right, you're all of a sudden great. <laughs> DJ Moore will go on injured reserve after today's game because Teddy Bridgewater is incompetent at his job. Well, hold on though. Uh, okay, I, I, I get <clears throat> Teddy Bridgewater missed him on that pass, but why now? And I'm not, you know, I'm not a Teddy Bridgewater defender, but why was it Teddy Bridgewater's fault he got hurt there? Because he had to d- contort his body to try to get the ball. Okay, so I wasn't sure. I wouldn't, but is, is that's why he got hurt. Yes, because he had to turn back. Hundred percent. Okay. Well. All right. Teddy Bridgewater finishes the day. He had to adjust to the football. He had to go out and, and get that football and bring it in. It wasn't even a good throw, even on the deep passes that DJ yeah. or that 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 Teddy made. Let me ask I- you a question, guys. 
Yeah. Uh, before I, I just want to at least have this as an illustration. What team have you ever seen that you have said you have a good quarterback and the defense scores two touchdowns for you and you still found a way to lose? What quarterback in the history that you have ever said is good has done that before? Against, by the way, a the bad defense. defense. The worst I defense put, in the NFL at home. I want to put this out there uh, that – I think that that might be the only time. So, Greg, when was the last time a guy scooped and scored twice in a game? 1943. I think. Who it's was that guy? It was um, Ed, Fred Evans. And I actually probably still have the window. So, up in 1943, it was Evans the last. The Chicago Bears versus the Washington Redskins. Last yeah, time there November were two fumble return touchdowns by the same player. Think and about it was, this. It was November 28th, too, so almost exactly to the day. This was back-to-back plays, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I think it was the first play after the kickoff that this happened, and then we get that. So take that. Jeremy Chin uh, and Kerr. Whatever, what's Kerr's first name? I don't know Kerr's first name, but this dude, I need to learn it because this dude brings his lunch pail Every week, I've said this. I said this several weeks ago, and I know that body play and style is a little different with Kerr and Kyle Love, but Kyle Love was a guy that just made plays. He was not a sexy player on the team, not one, but a guy you just liked having on the unit. Kerr, I believe, continues to have a role in this on this team going forward. Um very happy with his play. Teddy Bridgewater finished the day 19 for 36, 267 yards, one touchdown. Now, I mean, the volume is you wouldn't expect him to have a lot of yards when he wasn't out there. But today, this is the one thing with Teddy Bridgewater, guys, is you saw him. Teddy played the same he always plays. The only thing that was different is that he didn't have a 70% completion. Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would have still been in those same positions. You would have still had those same opportunities. You would have still had these same limitations. Tony, what do I say about Teddy Bridgewater? That we know who he is. He is what we thought he, he was. He, he is who we thought he was. And every single We've been Sunday saying this. adds to the sample size. He is who we thought he was. He will never put you over the top. He will never win the football game when the game is on the line. I don't care that every once in a while he'll scramble for a first down and be like, oh, Teddy's so tough. Oh, his completion percentage is so good. It's fucking stupid. If you can't admit at this point in time that Teddy Bridgewater is holding this team back, then you're just hanging on his dick because he's the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers and you're a biased fan and you don't want to admit when your fucking quarterback sucks. That's just what it is, dude. Straight up. Now, to be fair, though, or now I don't, I don't even know why I start the sentence with that. Is that this defense did crumble at the end, right? Is that we did allow them to march and march and march at the end. We played the um, and Vilma, who I was not happy with some of the commentary that he offered. Particularly, you say one thing and it throws me off kilter. When he said Dalvin Cook reminds me of Chris Johnson. 
I was like, that's the worst comparison, man. Chris Johnson ran a 4-2 straight up. And I don't care how fast Dalvin Cook is. We can find an Emmett Smith comparison, maybe. We can find some other comparison other than that one. So I was upset the whole time. But he said at the in that last drive, you are not going to fluster Cousins with the three-man push, the three-man rush. And I tell you, um, a big Phil Snow defender right here, you're looking at him. Uh, the defense, I thought, was flying around today, playing tough. And I tweeted out about in the third or early fourth quarter is we're not getting home every time, but this defensive line is really starting to cook. And then we allow this to happen. It was a calamity of errors on all parts. And I will, I'm not ready to say it's all on one person, but I would say this is that if you're upset with someone saying it's all on Teddy Bridgewater, then you can't say it's all on Joey Sly. You can't say it's all on Phil Snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, do me yeah. a favor real quick. Hold on, Greg. I'm going to let you go real quick. There are 78 people watching this right now. There's 29 likes. Like this video if you think Teddy Bridgewater fucking sucks. Like I do, because <laughs> like, anyway. I sure like this video. Yeah. I think Teddy Bridgewater fucking sucks. And if you do too, hit that like button, baby. And you I know agree. what? If you disagree, hit that dislike button. Just hit a fucking button, dude. Mm-hmm. Because you know who can't hit the button when it's time? That's right. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, now gosh. back to you, Bad oh, Daddy. All right. Uh, the number's 252-228-5098. Smash the thumbs up button whether you like or dislike Teddy Bridgewater under that. And what I say is this. We're not one note. We are Panther fans discussing the Carolina Panthers. The way I like to think about this podcast is uh, just a group of Panther fans riding in the car to and from the game. So you be a part of the conversation. Get in the chat room. Get in the cat calls. Go ahead, Greg. Well, okay, so I don't have the exact stats right now because I get the game just ended, so it's a hard time pulling up, like, stats that just happened um but i'm willing to bet each team probably had about 12 13 possessions today maybe well maybe 10 somewhere between 10 12 possessions a day we held the vikings to touchdowns uh they, they scored only on three of them one was a field goal and two touchdowns i guess within the last one um the defense played pretty well like like for for what they did they did have their moments where they kind of crumbled at the end but they only did that on a couple of drives for the whole game whereas the offense was putrid almost every drive of the game and only put up 13 points. Like the defense put up more points than the offense did. So no, I don't feel like you can blame one person or another, but I feel like you can pass more blame to this than that. Like you're not the entire reason we lost, but man, had you played better, we could have pushed through this type deal. I mean, you can say that about the defense. Like, well, the defense could have played better and could have pushed Teddy Bridgewater's drive through there. The defense played well. They scored more points than Teddy did. I mean, the defense did more than they were supposed to do. It was Teddy that needed to step up and, and, and do what he was supposed to do. Shit, they scored like more points than the him. offense did if you take away That's slide. what I'm saying. Teddy should That's, take more blame for the listen, loss than the defense. Here's the problem. You can't even – like, you can sit there and look at that last drive, right? 
there is never going to be a situation where you can blame the defense when they've scored more points than your offense. Right. You cannot. There is <laughs> right. not. I, I put zero blame. Especially on the when defense. you're ahead Absolutely going not. into the end. You know, it's not like they gave up 35 and got two scoops, two scoops and scores yeah. in the fourth. And, and, and let's mm-hmm. talk about this, right? There was – we wanted to sit here and shit all over – uh, all over P.J. Walker last week for his interception in the red zone. Teddy Bridgewater comes out and does it too. And you know what? Like his decision to throw to D.J. Moore in like five yards behind him right there and that it, like at the end is just as bad of a decision as he, as P.J. Walker's uh, interception was. Mm-hmm. Uh, just There's no indifference. It's just a bad, bad read, a bad play, a bad execution. He's not an elite arm talent, period. Hey, not even my, close. Not even my, close. Real quick, uh, this guy behind my head right there. That dude, that's Zach Wilson. That's the future Panthers quarterback, and that's my quarterback as of right now. That well, he looks like a tool, though, bro. He, he does. Like a He's tool. a badass, dude. And you know what? I hope that's our fucking quarterback next year, man. I agree. I want, I, I want I, the I Carolina want Panthers. I want the yeah. Carolina Panthers to lose every single game. I want Teddy Bridgewater. Well, good news, to start they are. Every, I, I, I want I want Teddy Bridgewater to start every single game going forward, and let's see what kind of bullshit havoc he can wreak, and just how terrible can he be when we need him to win. And let's let's go. Let, right now, I think we're at uh, number six. We're at number six in the draft, mm. and I'll be damned mm. if we don't need a quarterback, dude. We Did the Falcons win today? That helps us. The Falcons winning helps us. All right, 252-228-5098. Let's jo- go ahead and jump into these calls. What's up, guys? Kyle from VA. Um, What's up, Kyle? Heading into work. I didn't get to finish the game, but I saw most of it. Um, let's talk about Jeremy Chen. Obviously, this guy is a if he keeps it this late and, you know, stays healthy, he's a Hall of Famer. And, Easy. I mean, this defense is really starting to cook, man. Um, they gave up a touchdown on the first drive and then pretty much blanked the Vikings for the rest of the game until right at the end because, you know, that's what we do. We always do that shit. But... <clears throat> Yeah, defense is in home. Yep. Teddy, uh, I, I, I'm not a Teddy hater, but, dude, no. No, no. I was on to give Teddy a chance. I'm over it now. I don't, I'm just, no, nah, he's, he's a great guy. Yeah. And a decent quarterback, but no. Offense he's is a backup quarterback. So Period. much more with the weapons we have, and. P.J. Walker showed just a glimpse of what our offense could be with the deep shots. And Teddy can't. When Teddy does throw downfield, he, he doesn't hit anybody in stride. It's always behind them. They have to turn completely the fuck around for the ball, stop running. And just the people talking about completion percentage, completion percentage. Like, they started like shit today. And, I mean, it didn't get much better. My, my fucking completion percentage should be high too if I was throwing five yard slants and drag routes and that's all he does. Right. He's fucking a he did play. the same he always like does. Three yards. Like, that's why I'm not even upset. Uh, I'm over that, but I think the future of this team is um, pretty bright as long as we can just get a a quarterback that can stretch the field and we can keep these defensive pieces we got and keep 52 off the field because Jermaine Carter. Just adds energy to his team. 
his defense. And Whitehead just sucks it out like Jack just keep up his play. Um, yeah, mm. he sucks it out like a five dollar hooker. Go ahead, uh, CK. So yeah, we wanted to talk about how every every pass downfield. What what I. What I think is hilarious about why people like Teddy Bridgewater is because they say, like, he does make these passes, right? There, I don't think I've seen a quarterback make his receivers work harder to catch a ball than Teddy Bridgewater does. Mm-hmm. Like, he does not make it easy on his receivers. I was sitting there thinking, especially after that dropped bomb to to DJ Moore in the end zone, like, just just, just horrible, horrible placement. Like, just overthrows it by a, a, a good – just way too far, right? And – which is something you wouldn't say with Teddy Bridgewater, right? But he's just not accurate on the deep routes. Uh, after that, I'm sitting here thinking, even after that Robbie Anderson catch, right, on the sidelines, the fingertips, like all of these guys are having to make spectacular catches in order to actually catch the ball. And then the fact – and then you want to try to put into you know perspective the, uh, the, the, the touchdown, right? That's all – basically, Teddy Bridgewater makes his receivers look like elite athletes more than any other quarterback. And it shouldn't be that way. Your quarterback, if he is your fr- franchise quarterback, should make it look easy. Calvin Ridley, like when he catches the ball, it looks easy, right? And I'm not sitting here saying Ryan is the greatest quarterback in the face of the planet, but he's definitely got a better arm than Teddy Bridgewater does. Anyway, I don't know how these I don't know how these receivers love like can actually sit there and say I I want Teddy Bridgewater as my quarterback because they've had more excitement in one game than Teddy Bridgewater Teddy Bridgewater has given them all year. Uh, thanks, Kyle, for the call. I, I agree. Is that look? Is that like we've been saying, and like uh, Cody has been saying, Bridgewater is who we said he was, and today was just an exact reflection of that. I continue to say this with this team: is that like we are a team that we can win when everything goes right. You know what I'm saying? Is that we can win when everything goes right. And today was actually one of those days where everything went kind of right on one side yeah, or and two sides of the balls. And we didn't. And then we didn't win. And I think that this is, and it's very similar. And, and I don't know, I'm not going to say his name, but the man who cannot be named on this podcast, that was the subject of this podcast for the first seven years of it. Right. Or eight years, whatever we're in right now. Um, he when what his incompletion percentage at one point was a big or completion percentage was a big focal point of people's discussion right Mm -hmm. and one in the early seasons in the first four years of his career the man who cannot be named is that it was because they were or part of it we used to argue people who were defending would say it's because he's taking low, com- like high, like a uh, low percentage throws, like kind of high risk throws. These deep right. balls, this stuff like Down that. You're supposed to go one for three on those, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The problem that we saw today, and 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 it's just this: is Teddy. We've seen the people who are saying he's been phenomenal. We've seen the best Teddy in many ways this season. And we've still been losing. Right. We've mm-hmm. seen him. Like That's what what you get when he throws 70%. You get those same exact numbers, the same exact game, the same this. Today we saw when you took the one thing away from him that he does well, 
And that's what he he took it away in many ways. You know, you can't hang your hat on the completion percentage in this game. But it's not a different game. It's the same fucking game. By and the way, an, and you know something else to kind of pinpoint too? Like uh, if now Teddy Bridgewater defenders are essentially saying that what we should be doing is just continuing to add on the defense so that this defense can cover up for a quarterback that doesn't have the ability to win the game for. We do need to keep adding on defense, yes. But here's the thing is no one in in this world – believed that the if we were going to win a game like today that would be because the defense won it for us i know but you know what i'm saying like going into the season like the defense has exceeded expectations 100 it's exceeded expectations in fact today was the first day that i am kind of jumping on y'all's train about these young players, like, I'm starting to see life in this defensive front. Yeah. I'm starting to see pre- – now, is it is it turning into just lockdown defense? No, no. They're not there yet. They don't have the pieces. But they have – where this defense has come from week one to week 12 is far more of an improvement than where the offense has come from one week mm-hmm. one to week 12. And more than than we ever thought that that yes. would. That was like that it should. After some, especially after some of our performances earlier, like there was no reason to think that this defense was going to give us a chance to compete. By the way, y'all remember when we almost uh, did everything in our power to beat the defending Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs? Yes. Like our defense did that, right? Okay, that was a real thing that happened. Like our listen today, I wish nothing more that all four of us could be on this podcast today singing the holy praises of Jeremy Chin because Jeremy Chin is showing the kind of talent that it's like, oh, my God, we have what could be a -a once-in-a-lifetime defender at the safety position. That's incredible. But instead, the only thing that we really need to be talking about is is absolutely how much Teddy Bridgewater is limiting this offense I put on Twitter, Teddy Bridgewater wouldn't throw a ditch ball if it would save a woman tied to a train track with a train coming her way. He just has absolutely no balls. The only time and he throws the football. He's got a giant D, but no balls. The only time he throws the football down the field and, and, uh, and hits is like on third down at the end of the game when you have to have it. I think today has been inaccurate. Cody, I think today when it comes to Teddy, we saw two things. I've continued to say on this podcast, there's three components to the Teddy Bridgewater and or the Panthers vertical game. It's not speed at a receiver, right? We know that. Like it's just not that. Like they're open a lot. They are getting like they're fine. But it's been offensive line, Teddy Bridgewater's arm, and Teddy Bridgewater's nature of conservatism. Over the last five games, I thought it was Teddy being conservative. Today, I think it was apparent that it was both arm talent and his conservative nature. He looks fantastic on play action until he has to throw it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, dang, that looks exactly what play action is supposed to look. You hand it off. You look around. You do this. And then you go two yards. You know you know what's funny about Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> is, like, let me let me challenge you. What is Teddy Bridgewater's strength? 
Uh, he can hit a guy three. Not turning the ball over. Very, I would say no, turnovers. No, I would not, say no, interception. Not, not turning the ball over. He's he's. How many has he got he, on the season? He's not ridiculous. Ratio is, is what like is it? One, fourteen one, to yeah. seven. Now? But just yeah. a um, volume of interceptions. No, here's here's my here's my my point. Is everybody would say the dink and dunk? He his he's his strength is getting the ball to a wide receiver out in in the flat out in the open. He still misses those guys. He still underthrows or overthrows or puts them in a position where they have to make an acrobatic catch. He's not good at the short. He is not good at the long. I think the best is the uh, maybe across the middle. That's the well, best I've seen. Is it is it fair to say that maybe Teddy Bridgewater that we've even seen him regress? Because I would say earlier in the season, I mean, literally, that's what he was doing well. And that's what I would have said, that the one thing that Teddy Bridgewater does well is distribute the football and get the ball to receivers open in space. But now he's not even doing that. That's what I'm saying. Now the coaches have to take a level of blame because even though you have P.J. Walker, who threw two red zone interceptions last week, we have a quarterback that can move the ball around the field that can be mobile outside the pocket. Teddy Bridgewater is only mobile when he's scrambling for a first down. But you see, they never roll the pocket out. They never roll to the left or roll to the right to try and uh, stymie the blitz. They never do anything like that because Teddy Bridgewater can't do that. Mm -hmm. So going forward, man, listen, if ever you hear Matt Rule or fucking whoever telling you that we're going to go out there and give our best effort and try and win every single game. Well, listen, understand that behind the scenes, they're saying some very different shit if they continue to put Teddy Bridgewater on the field and then tell you that they're trying to win football games. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking buy it anymore. Which, by the way, I'm happy with because uh, that dude behind my big-ass cripple head, I want him to be on the football team next year. So I hope it happens. That's what I'm saying. I hope he starts every single fucking game because he gives us the best chance to lose. Point blank, period. Look, I told y'all before we started the show that I was taking the gloves off, that I just don't care anymore. I've been trying to defend Teddy Bridgewater and trying to, but I just don't I care anymore. To. I, just, I, I just, you know what? Teddy's not the guy, and, and I'm saying it. I don't give a damn what anybody says. Come at me. I'll throw stats at you. You can't argue this point you know because, because, because it's not true. But speaking of, well, really, speaking of me too. taking the gloves off, what if Teddy took the gloves off? What if Teddy <laughs> took his gloves off? And he ended up being like Patrick Mahomes. Like that was his problem was that he has that was his gloves one. on. Or maybe he, he, he just takes <laughs> one glove off. Like take one glove off. Take one glove maybe off. it's exactly. a, an issue of that. <laughs> what I was going to say is, you know, with, with, with the idea of, of defending Teddy Bridgewater, you said, you know, you're prepared to say he's not the guy. The funny thing is the people that are defending Teddy Bridgewater all agree he's not the guy. Like nobody has come to the table <laughs> and said that he's point. the guy. Yeah. Like nobody has. <laughs> They're just trying to defend him because he's a Panthers player. That's it. That's the bottom line. That's like even T Money, who is constantly in here talking, like trying to say Teddy Bridgewater is the greatest. He constantly in Twitter is like, we just know he's a bridge until we get the next guy. It's all every time. Yeah. And I'm like, that's all we've been saying is he is not like the worst quarterback in the world, but he is not a franchise guy. And honestly, in a lost season like we are right now, you should put, put PJ in, put somebody in who has a higher ceiling, give him an opportunity to show that he's able to do something special. Mm -hmm. Teddy Bridgewater's been had plenty of opportunities and proved he's not able to do that. Mm -hmm. I, fucking hate Tyre I fucking hate Tyreek Hill. I'm playing a guy in fantasy today, and he has Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. 
damn. Can I listen? Like, I know I'm, I'm like you, loud. motherfucker, man. Like, and no. any other time, I would say that's overload. But on that team, can we go to the next call, Cody? Well, yes, 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 yes. But I want to. I, I want to say one more thing, dude. The, the <laughs> one of the reasons that I'm so fucking mad today, it's not just because Teddy Bridgewater is who we thought he was. Like that, today's not a surprise for anyone on this show, dude. What really pisses me off is that DJ Moore got hurt today. And let's add some context to that. DJ Moore is the kind of player that people have been wanting to criticize, saying, oh, he's not in good talent. Oh, he doesn't come down with the ball. He's not a number one wide receiver. Well, yet DJ Moore was wide open in the back of the end zone, and Teddy Bridgewater threw it to his left, and the adjustment that he made, got him injured it got him injured and that's probably the end of the season for dj moore so yeah that fuck teddy bridgewater energy that's a vibe right now bro like i feel that i I know i'm being irrational i don't give a damn man like this one feels worse than every other one this year for me because it came at the cost of dj moore I want to bring up some comments in the chat room. Elusive proximity, I think, is uh, making good a good point about this. Is that um, Phil Snow and this defense were weren't unable to close out the game, re- regardless of what we saw on the offensive side. Now, getting the ball on the nine <laughs> and not coming away basically with anything. On my, I mean, three points. I felt like it was like a loss right there. Uh, he asked about Brian Burns. Where was he at today? Pointing out that he was dropping back into coverage, pointing to Phil Snow stuff. The other thing that I saw, one other comment. Somebody brought up Cam in the comments. Cam yeah, would have cried. Place. That's what it said. It said something mm-hmm. like Cram, oh Cam would have cried. George, bye-bye, Teddy West. Cam but, just yeah. went and beat the damn Cardinals today. Like, I mean, I'm not saying he beat them alone. He's on a three-game winning streak. Yeah, Does like, it, I mean, come on. All right, next call. 252-228-15. We don't even never. have to mention Cam Newton. Not once did we mention him. It's only the people that can't say shit to us no, when I we know. tell the truth about Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy saw All right, 252-228-1598. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? First of all, let's Fucking Joey Sly. God Fucking damn it. But you know what? It doesn't even matter. We shouldn't even be in that goddamn position. Our defense played fucking well enough to win that game. Jeremy Chin played well. Our defensive line played well. Cornelder's trash, but we've known that for a while. That's fucking bullshit. You know what? Every gig called, it all comes back to the fucking offense. That game shouldn't have even been close, okay? Outside of the offensive line and Ian Thomas, every goddamn person on the offense has improved except for Teddy Bridgewater, he has gotten worse every single week. He had two wide-open touchdown passes, missed them. DJ Moore injured him. What a piece of shit. We should have won this game easy. P.J. Walker could have made those throws. P.J. Walker's problems are fixable. As we've said, Teddy Bridgewater, we know who he is, and he's fucking trash. I can't watch this anymore. I can't watch the defense get put down like this every week. You know, usually I think about it before I call, but this is just pure emotion. I'm watching this fucking replay. Jesus Christ, Joey Fly. But it doesn't even matter. This is the call of the little mistakes and just I don't even blame the defense for the last drive. I would be a play to two of my offense didn't give a fuck. 
And the worst part is, everybody's going to look at his stats. Oh, 250 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Oh, a good game. But he played like fucking trash. We, DJ yeah. Morgan, we, oh my God, they should have won this game 35 to fucking 15. It should have been nothing. But no. By the way, all y'all saying, oh, Joe so Brady good. isn't like that. Shut the it. fuck up. Anybody who can make Teddy Breakwater seem like more than a game manager in the eyes of the common, in the eyes of the media is a fucking genius. At the beginning of the game, like, yes. oh, Teddy's more than a game manager. He's a real leader. He's a real quarterback. Does a real quarterback do a fucking interception on the five yard line? He can't do goddamn shit. And also, Phil Snow, he, we all knew it. We all knew it. Fuck anybody who hated on him. We all know what's up. This defense isn't bad. They're just young. They're missing a few key pieces. All right? They're going to be good in a few years. But Jesus Christ, Kyle Allen, Taylor Hineke, injured Cam Newton. I need a goddamn quarterback who can throw down the field. I can't watch this anymore. Amen. Uh, that's like a top five call in the history. No, he did not say his name that I heard. And yeah. second, I think that he would be a great co-host for Cody's podcast. Dude, um, it's, 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 not, it's not even fun anymore, man. I'm hearing an echo. I don't know if that's on me or not. But yeah, listen, dude, it, it, it's like, uh, dude, I put this on Twitter, mm -hmm. man. It's not even fun to watch the Panthers anymore. This nah. team that I love, this team that I absolutely love, they'll do cool shit. Brian Burns will be incredible. Jeremy Chin will be amazing. And then they'll fucking do this shit where I'm angry as hell. When I'm actively trying to lose, and that I'm still so fucking mad at the end of these football games, man. Meanwhile, I'm watching Josh Allen and Justin Herbert duel these two incredible young quarterbacks, and it's like, dude, it's a knife in my fucking neck, bro. It sucks. Caller, you didn't say your name, but dude, that was an incredible call. I feel it, man. I absolutely feel it. It sucks, and it doesn't fucking feel good. And you don't have to dupe yourself into believing that it should. That was yeah. one of my favorite calls of all time. Yeah, that I was a that fantastic. Was yeah. Dom three two four zero. Is that no? He's good? saying that to me right now. Like he's just saying the emotions. Oh, I think that's okay. what Dom's saying. You. Yeah, I got you. Um, okay. I think honestly, at this point, I think we could just say ditto and move to the next one because I think yeah. everything yeah. is going to be about how Let's bad do it. Is. Let's do it. <laughs> Hey, podcast brothers, how y'all doing? What's up, G? RCA, you don't fucking piss, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. Fuck Joey Sly, man. You got one motherfucking job. One. One daggone job. You know what this I'm saying? This is fair. One damn job, yep. man. Yeah. And you missed the daggone field goal, man. Yep. You missed fucking What he's supposed to be able to hit. Come on, bad, man. Too. For the love of God, man. Get rid of this Dude's motherfucker. Off all day. I said that shit Which I thought he back. missed that other one. A while one. back, I said that I did shit, too. man. Teddy... He started off poorly, but Teddy Bridgewater played an all right game. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. Robbie Anderson finally gave him a damn touchdown, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Again, since week one, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Thank I think you, our fantasy. defense held up pretty good. In the fourth quarter, man, you let Minnesota draw that ball down, man. That 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 was some bullshit, man. That was some bullshit. We should have won this motherfucking game. We should have won this damn game, man. Drop the hammer on Teddy. man. Drop it. Joey Sly, you got one motherfucking job, man. One. Mm. And kick a dag on field. I swear, man, this dude chokes too damn much, man. Yeah. He really yeah. does. He really does, man. Give me your sauce on that, y'all. Keep pound. I mean, I think we all agree. Like, yeah. Joey Sly could have definitely made that. But again, you know, it, it, as with everything, you know, 
that shouldn't have been down to his foot. That shouldn't have been on him. Well, we had a um, block was, kick. There was a block kick. This was a funky yeah, he missed game. One that was a block kick. You miss you 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 mentioned that in the call. It's an odd game for Joey Sly. Like it just seems something was not right. He has been, I think, for some reason, been under a lot of pressure. You can see it. There's kind of a like he's the hook. He's hooking. It's almost like he's trying too hard. I don't know what it is, but he missed that. Um, he had one blocked, and I swear the one that they that they gave they us said that three he got was far. Away. I thought yeah, I'm pretty sure like, that I, was not a field goal. I don't goal. think it was even close. I'm surprised that they called it. <laughs> I did not look anyway. like it to me. So I do think that that's reasonable, right? Is that if you come out here and you try to say that Joey Sly is off the hook, then that's not fair, right? He does have one job. He, he does. Yeah. He was. It was a 52-yarder. You should make that. We should win that. And, yes. argue, and, and in some ways, I think the person that's happiest that he missed it is Cody. If we yeah. win that, if he makes that kick, it almost covers up some of these warts with makeup. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, these did blemishes. Y'all see, did, did y'all see uh, Dave Gettleman pay Graham Gano another contract to stay the kicker for the Giants? Apparently, uh, I don't care about none of that. Apparently. He's been really fucking good this year. I tell you what, I remember. I don't a give a fuck thing. about Graham Gano. He sucks at it. Fuck I remember him. a pretty famous Spanish call about a certain kicker kicking a sixty-something yard to win, to, to win the football game. <laughs> An inconsequential and, and game. It would have been either. just as hey. inconsequential as this I game. I tell you what, I would have trusted Graham, Graham Gano to make that Man. kick more than I would Joey fucking Sly. Like I'm gonna be real with. Listen, yeah. if y'all want, if y'all want me to spread the blame around. Fine, let's fucking split, spread the blame. But why around. do we gotta love on Gano? That's my point. Who gives a fuck times, about Graham Gano? I don't care about Graham Gano. He sucks. Joey Sly has now had what three opportunities to I mean, be a hero? No, and, one. And He's had one. He's had one. You can't count a sixty-three as sixty-seven oh, opportunity. Come on, dude. Well, like mentioned that in the chat earlier. Somebody mentioned that in the chat earlier that maybe the reason why Joey Sly is feeling the pressure is because you can go back to almost every game we've lost this year and you can blame it on Joey Sly and or um, Teddy, Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Like they, they've been the two people who have pretty much you can pinpoint. Wow, no, had you, you know, done this the way you were supposed to, we would have won the You know, you know who they it. should hate more Fucking than anybody else? Graham you know who Joey Slash should hate more than anyone else? It's Teddy Bridgewater. Because they don't trust Teddy Bridgewater's arm to throw the ball downfield for a Hail Mary. Right. Instead, they would rather go for an NFL 67 in win. By the way, how about that fourth and one where they tried to bait him offside and they didn't trust his offense to get a yard? When they were in, you know, in the red zone. True that. True like that. That's, a, like that, that's think, something we haven't talked about yet. Can we talk about the play clock? The play clock continues Not to be. I swear to God that we should have had two de- delay of game penalties called on us today that we got away with. Like it was I, at zeros and they let them go. I would say if if I was the other team and that was my defense out there, I would have been screaming. Yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, th- three, two or three times that happened in this game where I saw the clock go to zero, and then it was like seconds later, like three. It felt four, like five it was like man, enough time and, to and throw a flag. Was, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I don't like I don't to think- be. Like, I'm not cheering for the refs to call shit on us, 
But if I was that defense, it just felt weird. I don't know what's going on. Is that Joe Brady being on the sideline? Teddy Bridgewater with all this dissecting and dissecting this and that and being all whatever, where he flirts with that play clock too much. Yeah. But, yeah, but by the way, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Listen, I'll say this. I don't understand the people that blame Phil Snow for working with what he has and then people want to get on Joe Brady for bad play calls. Yet Joe Brady, it, he knows what kind of quarterback he has. Every single time he calls a play, he tells you who he thinks Teddy Bridgewater is. I, think I, so. I agree. I, I and that's why I've you, not been critical of him. Like you that if Joe Brady had his say-so, it, it, he probably would put P.J. Walker in. Over no, no, he called, he point. brought in Teddy. That's his fault. He's got to deal did with say it. That too. That is his fault too. That yeah, is. 100%. That's on Brady. That ain't Matt Rule going. Oh, I feel connection with them. I think he had to find out the hard way that Teddy mm-hmm. Bridgewater fucking. You know, he didn't. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a college football player. Like he would be great in college right now. Yeah, you I mean, he had like those. Wait, no, nah, no, nah, he was. They had a pretty prolific offense, but it works in college. It works in college. It does. Go look up his stats in Louisville. He won't know. Slub. I don't know where, yeah. All right, 252 228 Yo, C3, the skill well from South Carolina. What's up, my question. man? What y'all think about Farrah Cooper with these punt returns, man? I think he's slow, man. I think he's way too slow. We might need to put Trent Cannon back there. For punt return and kick return, because Farrah Cooper, you go catch the ball, but you're not running after the catch on punt returns, man. It might be I'm over. Happy he's catching the ball. Yeah, he has not been. You know, he he looked good to start the season, but it's just been yep. he's been inconsequential. Uh, as we go throughout the season, I think you've seen, I don't know if it was because he's been injured, but there have been some games where he's not the returner, right? And the cannon guy, I tell you, he gets shot out of a cannon every time he runs the ball. I like him. Um, I agree. It's like it's one of those things. Is Pharaoh Cooper, the the only good thing is is he hasn't gotten us negative, right? And we've seen negative in that that game. I kind of find that he slips a lot. Does anyone else? Like I find that whenever he's fielding a punt, there's a a, a 40% chance that he might slip and just eat shit <laughs> and not even well, that last one was Rodney Smith. That last punt return. I don't know why they was did it? that. Yeah, that last know. one. Um, like, I never. I, I don't know, man. Like, listen, it's hard for me to fault. I spe- I mean, I know you're talking specifically about punt return and Farrell Cooper, but dude, I, our special teams, uh, I think, has been playing pretty well uh, mm-hmm. the past few weeks, and we recovered a muffed punt uh, right by the red zone today. So even our our defense. And our special teams were doing a bunch of shit to help out our offense, and our offense still couldn't. Was get that, that offsides on Justin Burris? Mm. I don't know. The fit, the extra point. We blocked the extra close. point to be – that shit was – I mean, that was 2020. My wife said this, and she wants me to say it on the podcast, so I'm going to say it is that if 2020 was a football game, it would have been this Panthers at Vikings game. We blocked the extra point to tie it, to keep it tied. I don't think it, man, I don't know if that was offsides. Burris was right on the money after having an up and down game. I would tell you, I was, 
I knew that this defense was primed, was ready to play. In the first quarter, Trey Boston made a devastating tackle. I was like, oh, shit. It is on. (laughs) Trey Boston tackling mugs like that? These guys are ready. And then they were on the field a lot today. Let's put it that way. They were on the field a lot today. Our offense did not have, I mean, and in some ways that was a, a creation of their own fault. You know, when you scoop and score, you give them the ball back again. Um, I don't, I think I'm with Cody though. I'm not ready to criticize any of the coaching at this point. I'm ready I to think you can criticize the coaching a little bit. Okay. I mean, like, so like we can dissect things. And yes, like, can we do some different things? But I feel like we're on an even keel trajectory with the coaching. Like, it's just going up and up and up. If anything, I would just say Phil Snow's charging up these young boys. They're playing better than we expected. Better than we expected on defense. And maybe I have, maybe I have rose colored glasses on because we scored two defensive touchdowns. And it is the Vikings. Let's remember that. We did lose to a bad team today. Yeah. Yeah. Bad team. Don't forget that. This was not the the Chiefs, by the way, who are blowing out the Buccaneers right now. Hold on, Bad Dad. Bad Dad, didn't you tell me that like the Vikings had some stat? Like they were like the worst home defense in the NFL or something. Yeah, Thirty-three points yeah. a game, worst home Third, defense. Yeah. So they're technically better than the Lions that we beat the shit out of last week. Yeah, and, and or worse, yeah. excuse me, the worse than the Lions. Dude, Don't I'm telling you, man, the, the Panthers, the Panthers are a get right game for a lot of the teams, mm-hmm. man. And look, and that that's not just for the Lions. We got Matt. We've gotten two coaches fired this year, homie. PJ Walker got that motherfucker fired, bro. Right, let's keep Walker going with these calls. Brady. We got a billion. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. We got to get 252 228 5098. Hey, guys. This is Chuck calling from Elizabeth City. I normally don't call in the middle of a game, and I hope I don't jinx it, but I swear to you, when is the last time you've ever seen a defensive player score two touchdowns in a row? I'm just it is. He excited with it. the double team. I haven't it's seen never happened. Whiteheads on the face of the defense today. And Ten I start talking about this Zach Carr, Zach Kerr kid. Where did he come from? He's playing excellent. I love him. I'm hoping I haven't really jinxed yep. on this call, but I had, to, I had to just call you guys during the middle of this game <laughs> and say how pumped I am about our defense. It's <laughs> okay, though. Uh, I wonder how he feels he now. Man, yeah. Nah, man, he's brought great calls th- uh, two mm-hmm. or three, three weeks in a row now. So, yeah. nah, you didn't. First of all, the single call does not affect it. But, yeah, it kind of did. Uh, second, <laughs> I would say is that I do believe this is that while that other dude did it in 1943 on one day earlier, that's just in one game. Another guy did it in 1920. Jeremy so. Chin did it on consecutive plays. We scored 14 <laughs> points in 11 seconds. Yeah. Hey, Think about this. Is we scored no, 14 points in 11 seconds. We had more offense from our defense than we did in two quarters in the first half. In the entire game. Just look at look at how many tackles Chin had, by the way. Because he is definitely the first person in NFL history to have over 10 tackles and two turnovers in the game. And, and have yeah. those two turnovers happen to be yeah. touchdowns. Probably. Insane, insane. Great, great day by Chin. Oh, well. Story of the game. 
Offense sucked. Defense. By the way, the chin check is going to Jeremy Chin. I think it has to be yeah. universal. You you can't give it to anybody else. I'm going to give it to Carr it, It's absolutely forbidden. Who's <laughs> done that in NFL history? No one. That's who. No one. But none of that matters because at the end of the day, we suck. No, that last. On field goal, Daddy. No, that last possession we had the ball. Yeah. It was horrible play calling. Mm. Look, this is a father son call right well, here. Sounds like. Yeah. Sounds like. Yeah. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, I know. Come on, Dad, speed but it you up. We got Christmas coming. <laughs> Is that we, do have, we do have Christmas coming. <laughs> and we got the Broncos, and the Broncos don't even have a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Joey, I'm fast forwarding <laughs> into the round, round, round. Captain. <laughs> guess what I like watching. He didn't even do the round, round, round. Oh, I'm icing you up, homie. Going hey, on how about a, a cameo from Papa Esquivel? I know. Way shout to out, go, shout Papa. Shout out to Papa, man. Um, all right, 252-228-5098. 96 viewers, biggest show, biggest post game of the year. That shows you. I tell you, I've been saying this, is that our numbers, downloads have gone down. Not that we have, like, the biggest downloaded podcast. We are the longest-running podcast, Panther fans, because we get up here and we talk about the Panthers no matter what. We're good, bad, indifferent. We're up here every week, Tuesday night, live, 9 p.m., after every game, dropping extra videos, dropping these clips of Cody Lashney bitching about the world, all of those things. That's what we do. <laughs> but I tell you this, is that people don't like a team that's just what we like pretty good. Yeah, People like to talk about teams that are really good and teams that are really bad. Look at this, 94 people watching after a kind of shit show loss at the end. Uh, so why don't you other 23 people smash the thumbs up button um, and help us out and get Panther Nation growing, whether it's a good day, a bad day, or an indifferent day, 252 What's going on, C3 Nation? Yo, what's up, my Jay man? Anderson. What's up, Jay? Getting y'all up. Um, I have no emotions for this. You know, I have no, like I said before, I have no emotions for this season. But, you know, I get to enjoy the good game. It was a good game. Um, uh, kind of, you know, Joey Slide, he missed that field goal. Like, bruh, I, I really don't think he's going to be back here next <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think you're gonna be back in next year, man. I can be a draft in the man. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Oh, Jeremy Chin, that dude, boy. Yeah. Jeremy Chin is it's a damn. It's a damn shame the media ain't gonna. You know, he should be the defensive rookie of the year. He should be, but you know, the media they don't pay attention to Carolina Panthers like that. You got to basically, and he's and he got the stats to prove it. You know, but they're so in love with Chase Young and stuff like that. You know, he leading the league in sex. They love, they so love him. You know, 
So it's it's sad that he won't get that recognition and stuff like that. But um, you know, gotta give credit to Teddy. You know, he led he led them. You know, he come off rusty, so I give him. You know, I give him a slide. He coming off rusty and stuff like that. But um, you know, he led them. He led them to the um on that last drive to be in position. You know, Joey slide. He just didn't make the field goal, but. One thing I do get, you know, he did miss DJ on that on that other position. Um, he did miss DJ. He hurt DJ. And, and the other good. deep pass, he missed DJ, DJ on. And, and I don't want to hear they were on the same DJ page. Be all right. But, you know, Listen. y'all going to hear that. Have a good show, man. I'll let y'all boys later. All right. Thanks, thanks all right. Jay Appreciate Anderson. Uh, shout out to Carl Van, too, for yep. the super chat. He said, what's up, Cam Sexuals? You know it, brother. Tipping my cap to my man in his Aztec uh, outfit today. He said, can we give Cousins some credit, though? The dude yeah. was on fire. No. I'm going to say no. Yeah. Your no. cousin was a – oh, I hate your cousin. Hey, he had a Teddy Bridgewater game. No, he did not. Nah, no, man. He's no, got he no. he's a he's he a Brett so Favre. He's like a Brett. He's like a Brett Favre. The only problem with Cousins bad. is is that so it's just better, bad sometimes. It's yeah. infinitely better. Yeah, yeah. He, it's he true. had a much better game than Teddy Bridgewater had today. But Cousins uh, is not bad. Why you? Th- I mean, he's not awful. He is kind of like a. Poor man's Matt Stafford, except for he gets paid yeah. more money. Okay, he did have a much better game. Yeah, right. quick, <laughs> Sorry, much better. I wanted to highlight some comments in our chat. So uh, even though I wasn't on last <clears throat> Tuesday's show, I did see the the fake Brandon Herbert call. Oh, was that <laughs> not the best shit yeah. in but, the but world? incredible. Yeah, so by the way, shout out to Moneybags Lawson. Because what? that was him that made the call. No, it was not. Yeah, that was my Oh, uh, he's my hero, bro. <laughs> and he if is it isn't, he's in the hero. chat room taking credit for it. So hey, take I don't care. Take it. I, I believe you, Moneybag. I'm on Team Lawson. Um, and by the way, it is noted, I have now seen um, a couple people saying they want me to do a quarterback podcast and start talking about these quarterbacks, so yeah, we're one guy said so he could have good dreams, and so I think we got I was I think thinking, we gotta wait for the season for that. Give us some off season. I was thinking so Cody could have I don't know, man. dreams. Second, that guy said he wants you to do the podcast so he could have good dreams. I think if Cody did that podcast, he would have wet dreams. You would, yeah, Cody. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know what? I I enjoy every. Every blissful no, second uh, of it, man. But been... I will say, I will say that this year, I mean, I normally don't start looking at any college players uh, until after the season's done. But dude, man, after watching Teddy Bridgewater uh, this year, I have watched more quarterback film of college football players this year than I have any other year, man. And I have so many thoughts. So, um, yeah, but I, I hear those those requests, and we're gonna cook something up. That's a promise. Um. I, I did. All right. First of all, I will say this is money bags. It was the best call in the history of the show. Number one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was like, first of all, it was a good impression. A. Yeah. And B, it was at a perfect moment. And yeah. C, it's just so fucking true. And on top of that, <laughs> today, and to call homie out again, 
The very first tweet, I opened up Twitter when the game starts. I have been my computer. I updated a driver, guys, at 1240 for my video card, and it fucked everything up. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was able to get it fixed, like to roll back the driver, thank Jesus. But I missed the first two minutes of the game, like minute and a half. Like I was working on the computer. I was like, shit, the show's not going to go down. So I turned the game on. I'm all stressed out over my computer. I'm stressed out of trying to get the game to work. My TV's slow. Everything's slow in my life. I'm like, fucking stressed as fuck. Open Twitter up. And the first tweet I see is Brandon Herbert going, what the fuck is going on with Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck, man? I was like, you shut the fuck up, A. And B. And then the next tweet, I said, today? That's what I always wrote back, today, question mark. And the first thing he said was, I'm tired. He said, he said, I'm tired of y'all people or something. He goes, and I'm the only unbiased person in the world. Oh and y'all God. don't know anything <laughs> about football. It was like the exact same statement. I'm unbiased. You don't know anything about football. Teddy Bridgewater's been great. Number one, folks, wow. if you say you're unbiased, no, nobody on this podcast has ever said they're unbiased. Right? And is that here's the thing. If you're a human, you have a certain... We cannot be fully objective. It's like it's outside of our ability. Any person that says they are fully objective and you aren't, you they're the fucking suspicious one. Like my kids say in that game that y'all play, sus. That kid's sus. That kid's sus. <laughs> Anytime someone says I'm unbiased, they sus. Right? And second of all, you got to go into hiding Herbert. You got to go into hiding yeah. after a day like today. 252-228-5098. Well, it's Kyle again from VA, and I'm calling again because I just saw that we managed to lose the fucking game somehow. Hmm. <laughs> mm, I think it's a curse. Well, it's ca- ca- I left. Cardiac cat. just over two minutes left. How... Indeed, fuck. It doesn't even matter. doesn't even matter. i seen what I wanted to see from this defense for the most part. I didn't get to see him fucking collapse, apparently, and slide just fucking going to... Out. Missing. Just not a good game for him. The one that they called that was inside, I'm still not sure about, but they gave it to us, so we got a break there, but... Not a good game for Sly. And I um, I think I heard that Teddy was limping. Hope he's all right. But mm-hmm. I've Not seen limping, everything but... I need to see from him. Let P.J. Walker play the rest of this season. You put $63 million into Teddy, and he's getting hurt. Set him for the rest of the fucking season. See what you got in P.J. Walker. I can't believe he mm-hmm. lost. That's crazy. That's the shit for you right there. All right, here's where I don't think this is why I don't think uh, that's going to yeah. happen. And I actually, thanks for the call, man, Kyle and VA. Uh, I don't think it's even the right idea. Oh, controversial take. Yeah. On this podcast, I don't think the right idea is to go with PJ Walker and see what you got. 
I think you and Matt Rule said this in a press conference recently when he was talking about a decision about picking between PJ Walker and Will Greer. He said, "I know who these guys are. Like if I got to play these games to figure out who they are, I got a problem." It's kind of I felt like he was intimating there. I think we know what we got with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I think we know what we have with PJ Walker. And I think See? if the I think if the real ultimate thing is on this trajectory right now, if some way we find ourselves in a position to get ourselves a quarterback in the first round of the draft, I think Teddy Bridgewater is the perfect guy to have for him to sit behind. And I do think that that's a reasonable thing to believe is that, look, we got to pay Teddy anyway. You need to bring in this rookie quarterback in a situation that sets him up for success rather than throws him to the Wolves, AK, kind of like with the Bengals situation. I'm not saying the Bengals should have done something different. I would just, if whoever we get, I would very much compare it to the Chargers situation. And that is that you don't have to start them from day one, but if the opportunity comes about and the moment is right and he's looking good in the in the room, then you can put him in. And I think that that's a perfect way to handle it. So I think we just kind of, and I think even Cody said this, is just start Teddy Bridgewater for the rest of the season. Well, well go, go for it, Greg, and then I want to ask Tony something after you. Yeah, because quick question, because Tony, your reason for that was because if if you wanted to move forward with the quarterback, you want Bridgewater as the guy that can be there to kind of guide that guy. Well, I I get that because he has experience, but he's obviously not a great quarterback. So one, why would you want him to guide that guy? And two, even if you did take him out as being the starting quarterback this year, he'll still be on the team next year. Well, yes. Kind one of, is that this is. Let me respond to that, and I'll turn the mic over year. to you, Cody. There's okay, two. Yeah. There's two things I need to say about that. One is that is that if you really just put that stamp on it, then Teddy can't be a mentor next year. If you take him out. And you say, well, he's on the team next year, right? It's like he's going to be here no matter what. He can't be a guiding mentor when you've already fucking put him in the corner. Second, when it comes to him not being a good quarterback, it's not that his mentally is not a good quarterback. It's not this. It's that we believe, uh, a lot of this is based on physical limitation. So is that him teaching the X and like teaching how to read defenses, teaching how to do these things. Sometimes I have a friend and I'm a teacher, so this is offensive to me. I have a friend that says this, those who can't do teach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I, I mean, yeah, there is some credence to that, but what was one of the main criticisms of Ron Rivera when he was here that he would always play the older guys just because they were the older guys. How about this? How about this? I don't want to give the quarterback position to anyone. Why are we opposed to having a quarterback competition? I said, let them compete for the starting job and let the best man win. I'm Mm -hmm. not really, I'm not no longer on this train that, Oh, well, what you should do is take a quarterback and sit them and make sure that they're ready. But it's worked in a lot of cases. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I have seen so many quarterbacks in recent years start their first season 
as a rookie and light the NFL on fire or at least look competent. I can talk about Deshaun Watson. I can talk about um, Kyler Murray. I could talk about what, I mean, we, we can, we can continue to do this. Like there are quarterbacks that have a level of success because these high school quarterbacks, they're more prepared going into college than they ever have been with these elite 11 quarterback competitions. These young guys are more ready for the NFL than they ever have been before. If we draft a quarterback, Listen, Teddy Bridgewater needs to prove that he's worth the money that we signed him for. If he wants to be the starter mentor on this football team, then he needs to beat him out in practice. And that's as far as it goes to me, man. Let me respond to it. Let me respond to it. Is that first, I don't think that when I, no one thinks that PJ Walker is really the future, though. No. That's the first point. The reason that I say this is like, let us find out what we got with PJ Walker is another way of saying this is that let us find out that neither of these guys are the guys that are going to get a big money deal with the Panthers. The second thing when it comes to is I'm okay, Cody. I have no problem with starting the rookie if you can and if you should. But it, there is something valuable to drafting that beautiful player at the six, the seven. We don't have Trevor Lawrence or this or that. We're not going to get them. That dude. And not. That dude right there. No. Yeah. Say that. But not having to put everything on him from day one when they're not ready. If they are ready, well, fine. If you think that they, but there are cases. Look, Patrick Mahomes is a great example of this. Is that, and I'm not saying you have to mentor him in this fashion. Not saying that. I'm just saying you don't have to, we don't need to cut Teddy and draft a quarterback. It almost, it's just like Teddy, ha, this is what we brought you here for. You got about three games and two interceptions or an injury. And then this kid's coming in after he's seen you in the meetings a little bit more. I just think it's a little hard. Dave Gettleman always said use free agency to set up the draft. He didn't do it, unfortunately. But, but I don't feel like forcing this rookie quarterback from start to day one is the best case scenario all right. the time. Do, do, do right. you understand that? I mean, like if it drafted. So, yeah, so P.J. Walker, yeah, we're on the same page. Like, they, listen, I understand that from a – like they can't play P.J. Walker – after paying Teddy Bridgewater the money that they did, that's what okay. I'm saying. I, I, yeah, I understand but that. That's it's a, a pride thing. That's not a one to win thing. That's it pride. is. It's a little bit of both. Let's be honest. It's a little bit of well, both. Well, it's probably you know, just admitting that neither is going to be the answer. Well, no, or no, I do think it's, I mean, it could be, but a lot yeah. of it also says to me, based off of the evidence, that PJ Walker gave a new element of fire to this offense that TJ or that uh, Teddy Bridgewater hasn't. It even caused our defense to play better, and, and we, we pitched a shutout, dude. So I, I, I do agree that it I is. I don't some disagree pride. with that at all. It is some pride, man, because they, listen, it, for listen, if Cam Newton sucks right now, it's whatever, man. Blame it on the receivers or him, whatever. They made a conscious decision that they were going to pay this guy to be our quarterback. The safe option. And, and they, and the so, safe listen, option. Man. That's what they thought. They thought it was the safe option. 
and right? And it's not. And it hasn't. It's not necessarily been. I think I'm trying to support you here. By the way. And by yeah yeah true. And by the way, like what does what knowledge and information would you want Taylor Bridgewater to impart to a young guy anyway? He rarely ever comes off exactly. of his first read. Exactly. Yeah, he, he doesn't throw the ball deep. Like, like oh, the only advice I'm telling you, is, those who can't do teach, down, man. If you have a check down in the flat, make sure you toss that bad boy. Like, come on. No, those who I, can't do teach, man. He knows what to do, but because he can't do it, don't hold it against right. him because he can't well, do hey, it. I'm all for it, man. Maybe he can be. Like, think about it. Think about yeah, how many. Yeah, tell me this. Right. How many Maybe Hall of Famers? How many Hall of Famers are coaches? Yeah. You know, I mean, really think about it. Is that like, is that elite? Like those people, there's a different skill set to a teacher. And I'm not saying Teddy Bridgewater's it. I don't know him. I have no idea. I just feel like that. Obviously, you got to pay him no matter what. Um, there's no way we're going to draft a rookie quarterback, right? In the at the sixth round pick, whoever you get, say you pick a quarterback, that you're going to keep him, Teddy, and PJ. Like that's the dumbest um, thing you, I've ever that's, heard. That's easy. You just get rid of PJ in that situation because you've already paid Teddy, and it sucks. But, me, but that's the reality of it. Well, let me ask you though. Seriously, I think it also comes down to the talent of the quarterback. Do you really think, like, really, really think, if Pat Mahomes didn't start behind Alex Smith or Russell Wilson didn't start behind Luke Wilson or uh, uh, Russell Wilson or excuse me, Matt Flynn, um, that they wouldn't be elite quarterbacks right now? That that do you think that that Al, uh, Patrick Mahomes wouldn't have? A touchdown or an MVP right now in year three if he hadn't started if he started year one instead of Alex Smith because I, I don't know I mean I do I think, think so. that confidence think is a player. big deal I don't think Alex Smith made him an elite player no no I think there's two things to factor in here Greg though that aren't about it's not about Teddy teaching him necessarily it's about mm-hmm. him stepping into a better opportunity whoever that rookie is. And I think there's two things that, yeah, that come into this is number one is that the situation isn't fucking putrid. So a kid that's already kind of learning the NFL, try potentially overwhelmed no matter what it is, right? Even under the best circumstances is his first day on the job, right? Imagine your first day on the job and you go into the most perfect job. It's still kind of difficult, Right. Right. But first day on the job and it's the worst fucking experience in your life and it's a shit show. I think that's a problem. I think the other thing is, is I do think there's a realness to breaking players. And if you guys don't believe it, I want to call y'all out because you have a lot of y'all have said this is like, is Sam Darnold not a good quarterback anymore? Is these guys, you know what? Is that they almost are broken. And a guy, it, it's a mental break, and you put you don't want that to happen. I don't know. I don't know if you how much you should take that into account. I'm not saying you should be uh, paralyzed by it, but I saw the Derek Carr, right? Derek Carr, which Just is the crumbled. one that, yeah, that motherfucker was good. He was good, and then he got sacked 90 times in Houston. And that motherfucker was never the same again. Yeah, like you he, mean D- D- David Carr. Um, hey, David I want to add to this, uh, to this uh, story that we have going here. But I want to add to this real quick. Uh, Br- uh, Teddy Bridgewater being interviewed after the game 
uh, uh, Bridgewater says his arm isn't good. When asked about the missed throw to DJ Moore, he says, we have to be better from top to bottom. Also says that they had to rush the play, and if they had more time, he thinks they would have been able to execute. They so have the Teddy same amount of time every fucking time. So that is, Teddy that makes me hate him more. Uh, I know. Right? I agree. How about I'm this? With you. How about this? Teddy Bridgewater couldn't hit the G spot on a 12 pound pussy. That's what Damn. fucking Teddy Bridgewater is, dude. I don't know not what that means, got, but I'm guessing that G spot's the size of that thing slammed the sledgehammer. But on then you're not ever going to take fucking responsibility for your fucking throw. Dude, fuck Teddy Bridgewater, man. Bro, it, that honestly pisses me the fuck off that he refuses to even take responsibility and that, even say, yeah. yeah, that was my bad, dude. That throw was behind him. That and was he, my bad. Him in that situation says, I need to be better than that. And he has he this year. Put it on himself. All yeah, the man. time, Cam Newton took the blame. Even when it wasn't his fucking fault, Cam Newton would take the blame. Dude, fuck Teddy Bridgewater, man. I, I cannot be happy about the success of this football team if Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback. And that's just the fucking truth, man. If it makes me a bad fan, then that's what the fuck I am, dude. That's I don't want to hear this. J-Dub, I love you. J-Dub in the chat, you're my man. Like, always. My man rolls with C3 from the beginning, so it's not a personal thing. But let's not put this on the offensive line. We ran the, the ball was fine. Not the they were fine. They were fine. Can they be better? Yes. No but let's not. Not yeah. Two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Have we heard this call? Yet? Well, we Kyle are. against the VA. And we heard I'm this one, right? Again. What's up, C three podcast? Hope you fellas are doing good. Hope you're My man's whispering, and I really hate that. Whatever emotional high you guys were on. After this wonderful Thanksgiving was finally ruined and shredded to pieces by the <laughs> Carolina Panthers. Okay, mm-hmm. so a few things here. This is rule for This is from Twitter. Okay, getting into this game. Man, quarters one to three was exciting to watch. Uh, mm. The defense, defense. play. I think those fire Phil Snow people and Phil Snow isn't the answer people were really quiet, and they really had reason to come out in the fourth quarter. But quarters one through three, that defense played just as as well as you could expect for a defense to play with the pieces that they had. Yeah, Jeremy Chan, I mean, it's really nothing to say there. Like, dude is about to be a legend already in his first year. Like, it's, it's crazy. He is really one of the cornerstones of this defense I'm excited about building around moving forward. Now, uh, this loss is just really unacceptable. Like, I really, at this point, I am so sick and tired of of repeating the same thing. It's like Mm -hmm. screaming in a room full of reverb. Like, uh, 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 it's, what I'm saying is echoing back into my own ears and it's hurting at this point. Teddy Bridgewater is not a quarterback that you build around in the future. This dude is, I mean, it's it's terrible. And now he has possibly got DJ Moore hurt off of just an errant 
throw, like, I don't understand how much more wide open the guy has to be to complete the easiest touchdown. And then that wasn't even the only one that he missed it. He missed them wide open earlier. I think it was the the first or the second quarter, maybe. Mm -hmm. But it is absolutely unacceptable for you to pay a quarterback $63 million for him to not even put up more points than a defense. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Chen alone put up more points. Then Teddy Bridgewater. And then, not only on top of the defense um, uh, spotting him 14 points, the special teams come down and puts him in the red zone. And what does he do? He throws to Casper the Friendly Ghost. Great call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. The the announcers so, tried to say that what that that the third DJ Moore the Ganger was into a tight window. They were like, "Well, the reason why no. it was there is because it was in such a tight window." And I was like, "No, no. the hell, it wasn't." Why? Stop trying to defend that guy. He wide was open. wide open. Yeah. So I think I think here's the part that mixed with a couple of things from yes, we are all biased because we did not want Cam Newton to be let go. You mm-hmm. know. I think we might have been able to sustain some level of emotional understanding with uh, Teddy Bridgewater if they didn't sign him to a franchise deal, right? That's what he got. Yes, it wasn't five years, but three years making franchise quarterback money is a lot to pay somebody you believe to be a bridge. And mm-hmm. that's what he is. And that's what we thought he was from day one when he was signed. You know, we didn't think he was going to be this uh savant that was able to be able to you know drop the ball down i mean we've been complaining about the deep ball before he even threw a single pass for the panthers you know when we knew he was uh he was drafted we had this understanding that he is a game manager that's what he's always been and that's what he is i mean even when he went to the pro bowl you go and watch that pro bowl season look at the stats he was a game manager he was basically and and for, I can't even remember his name, but one of the guys from the Vikings the year they had the uh, Minneapolis Miracle. I can't even remember his, uh, the quarterback's name because he was irrelevant after that year. But basically, he was that guy, just somebody yeah. who was able to do something, um, and, and that's what we thought he could be. Unfortunately, he came in here with a lot more expectations on him because he signed a ridiculous deal with no reason behind it. Like There is no sustained evidence that he was going to be successful in this league, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, uh, shout out uh, John Kid Cobarera for mentioning a name and then uh, uh, this coming up in my head. Uh, Marty Hurley still needs to be fired, y'all, because Greg, Greg Little was a healthy scratch. So going forward, now more people are starting to see what we're saying about needing another franchise quarterback. And yet again, I'll say that you don't want Marty Herney the guy who drafted uh, Will Greer and Jimmy Clausen and don't just name the bad ones, name the good ones too. No, I'm talking no, 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 no. I'm talking specifically, Greg, about quarterbacks and about offensive linemen. Okay, and he has a far bigger history of missing on those two important positions than he does hitting. And Cam Newton was the number one pick in the draft. So excuse me for not wanting to heap praises on him for uh, uh, drafting Cam Newton. Marty Herney could have drafted anybody though. He still drafted Cam Newton. Still needs to fucking go, and we need a brand new general manager. Marty Herney and it, just like Teddy Bridgewater and it. And just like I was on the hill with Ron Rivera, I'm going to die on this one too, bro. Let's fucking go. All right. Here's my question. 
because yeah. I think it's important that we uh, there's there should be another side to this. Our yeah. our GM and like I said I'm not prepared to say that. Right, there have been some misses, 100%. There have been, but w- who are your favorite players to ever play Panthers game? The the pan in a Panthers uniform, Cody. Cam Newton. I just Marty said. Marty. I know. Uh, keep going. I'm just going, trying man. to make an illustration. Every single the reason I'm saying he this, drafted I, I every one of that them whole, is the point. Every yeah. single person that has Steve been a Smith milestone player for round. our entire organization in the history of the Panthers has come from Marty Herney. Yeah. Every one of them, Jordan yeah. Gross, uh, and let's take the draft out of the equation. Greg Olson, Luke Kukli, uh, you have jo- Julius Peppers, even <laughs> Jake Delhomme. Let's be how honest. Many, I mean, Jake hey, how, many, for a while. how many how many Super Bowls do we have because of it? Let's be careful on this, Cody. Is that here? Is there a lot of teams that have longer history? We've been in the Super Bowl two more times Twice. in the last in twenty five in years. our existence than than teams that have been around for fifty years. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. here is the, the and all right. Look, it's okay. I think to want to turn the page on Marty Herney, like Cody does, and I think mm-hmm. it is okay to recognize that Marty Herney is not the fucking worst like CK and I do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so like, both can be true in the same world. They can, And that's fine. That's fine. But if you keep cherry-picking the 2018 draft as the worst draft, it, and it, in retrospect, it looks very bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about the 2018 well, draft. No, not Cody. you. But, like, I saw somebody put this up today. I, Koontz, I love Koontz. Uh, at Koontz on Twitter. He's a great yeah, follower on Twitter. He's so funny. But he put up the 2018 draft, and you look at it, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Brian Burns is great. But outside of that, it is a bum bust. Right. And I got to right. – and for me to not even just – I don't even – look, Marty Herney – and, and and in defense of him in this case is you can only know what you know, right? In the Donald Rumsfeld statement of we don't know what we don't know. So you are working when you're drafting these players with limited information. The idea right. that yeah. Greg Little is this bad, even if we traded up, didn't trade up for him, if we would have gotten in the fourth – what is going on? How is Greg Little a healthy scratch when we don't have Okun? It is bizarre and disappointing and disheartening. Yeah, I think the Greer well, pick is like we all we all know the Greer pick was fucked up. We all know right. that. But George well, Scarlett would be fine on his the writing on the wall. Yeah, we thought it was great. Remember, we were like, "Oh, we got him at a hundred. Nah, oh, we don't, no. think it, I don't think it was great. I think it was great. Well, I let me let me ask you, Cody. I didn't think it was I, great. I, I, I didn't want a quarterback, and I continue to be like this. And I this is why the guy that you guys said I didn't bring up Cam. I did this. The people didn't bring up. I'm bringing him up now. The man who didn't. I always bring him up. The whole reason I wanted Cam was this: is that if he got hurt and it didn't work out, guess where we were? Right mm-hmm. where he is. Right. You know, well, is well, that me, with Will Greer, what the fuck is this mediocre dude going to do? The whole idea of drafting a backup quarterback to me is the most fucking befuddling idea. Yeah. Look at the fucking Steelers. They've done it like a billion times, and none of these assholes work out. The Green Bay Packers do it all the time. It doesn't work out. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why people do it. No, you, you know what? what? 
Well, let me ask you one question real quick. It's for all three of y'all. I, I play a game on my podcast called Would You Rather, and a game but I ask a question every week. Would you rather, and this is mine for this one this week here on this show, would you rather keep Teddy Bridgewater and all the good and bad he's done for the team or keep Marty Herney and all the good and bad he's done oh, for the team? God. Marty Herney. Marty Herney. Yeah, my honey, because he's oh, Cody, that's yeah. like asking not. Cody if no, he wants to be pissed in his face or shit in his mouth. <laughs> listen, because this is the deal. What, what it, it guarantees, listen, Teddy Bridgewater is not it, and we know that. So it doesn't matter if it's for a year or two. If oh, we know I'm he's not the long term Hold on. We know he's not the long term answer, but mm-hmm. at least if Marty Hernia was fired, we know that the next guy making the decision yep. on our quarterback isn't fucking him. So I'm changing my answer that. to Marty Herney or to keeping Teddy getting rid of what I rather have because of that, Cody. Is this is that then you can bring in the new GM and he can do his thing. But I don't think yeah. that you are going to be able to bring, and I think this is the argument for where Marty Herney is actually a good fit for this organization. I don't think you can bring in a big dick swinging GM here. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it can. Is that it's I think this is Matt Rule's team. I think they have to kiss the Matt Rule ring when they come in if they're a GM. Dude, the ring is on the hand of the billionaire. Well, let me ask you too, Cody. Well, you yes, but he's already right made. Well, Say, I didn't hear your question. I would say you can name six quarterbacks right now that could be possible quarterbacks in the future for the NFL that we could fit in our team. Even no matter what the draft is, you can name six. Can you name six GMs to replace Marty Arney? That can I can't do as good one. as I don't better. know any of these. Hey, guys. How we don't about know this? If you want me to, I'll compile a list. For we this do. Tuesday. We do. You can do it. I we mean, need you. you. I mean, Actually, we need you to do it. That is your it. homework. And provide a track record of why you think that, too, because I think it's important that you've got to yeah. do perspective because the only people that you're going to be able to point out that have had success are still GMs. And if they're not, they don't have success. They're not GMs anymore, right? right? So the, the reality is you're going to go off of people that you hope would be better, such as Dan Morgan, such that's as anybody you're doing else. No matter what, that, that's li- no matter what, that's literally what you're doing. Because right, you're but we gonna, need some right, rationale okay, so beyond just that. When it comes to drafting a player. Prototype. When it comes to drafting a player or choosing a GM, you're taking a chance, man. Okay, but dude, no risk it, no biscuit. It's true. That's what you have to do, man. Yeah, sometimes you have to put your cards on the table. The best franchises, they don't become the best by making these half-hearted, tepid decisions, man. And this is why we made what- a mistake. We made a mistake not bringing in a GM with rule. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Her <laughs> should have been out the door. There was they no have to be handcuffed. Why? Look what happened to Patricia. Patricia gets fired. Guess who else got fired? The GM. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that they need to be handcuffed. They're a couple. They're married. A head coach and a GM are married. The GM and the owner pick the head coach. Right, so yeah, you can't the, the fire the GM and then keep the coach and then bring in another GM and ask him to kiss two rings. That's my point, Cody, is that when you say kiss the billionaire's ring, of course, everybody does, but he's already 
coronated rule. You know, so no matter who you bring in, if their ideas could be the most brilliant ideas in the world, if they aren't in lockstep with rules, guess who's wins? Rules do. That's what the way it's going to be. That's what I'm saying is that that's why that's the only it's the bizarre thing about the way we brought this in. All right. Can we let's keep going with the calls? Yeah. One thing I got this is your boy, James. So one thing I got to mention, man, yo. I say a lot of the blame got to go to Joe Brady play caller, man. Because, dude, I'm like, you had time to to run down that clock, man. I mean, to basically, he, I know you want to try to get Teddy, you know, get Teddy loose. But, man, to protect your quarterback is, get, you know, this is a game situation. Even though, boy, you know, Vilma, who I can't stand because he's an Aints, you know, you're a former Aints player. You know, he was saying, you know, game situation, man. You should have been running that. You know, you should have been running the ball. Somehow calling good run plays to wind down that clock and stuff like that. I mean, it's just been some, you know, Joe Brady has some terrible play caller, man. I'm just like, I know you're trying to get Teddy in, but when the when your boy coming off an injury, off a leg injury, you got to protect your quarterback. You got to put in plays that, you know, that would help your quarterback out. And running the ball is, is you know, is an offense, you know, is the offense's biggest, biggest weapon, especially if, uh, it, you know, especially if it um, protects your quarterback, man. All right, y'all. Can I uh, respond to Jay Anderson? You yeah, know man. what me and Joe Brady have in common? We're both handicapped. So, you know what? Joe Brady is handicapped by his quarterback. So he knows that he can't put the ball down the field if he's behind the 50-yard line. I Joe do Brady agree with that. that. Joe I think Brady we knows can that. Just like my ass Brady. knows yeah. that a flight of steps is my worst fucking enemy, bro. I, I cannot <laughs> listen. I cannot sit here and like people be like Oh, Joe Brady didn't do that. Yeah, listen, maybe it wasn't perfect. I'm not trying to say that Joe Brady is out here calling the best games in the world. Um, what I am saying, though, is he has a quarterback that is limited. So mm, all yeah. this shit that you want him to do, he knows not to even call that up. Mm-hmm. So I don't That's understand. I, I, I don't understand the criticism. That's why Robbie That's Anderson's a possession receiver. That's why Robbie That's- Anderson's a possession receiver. Yeah, yeah, but that's that. One of the things I'll say to that, I agree. I don't think, uh, I, I think Joe Brady is very much handicapped by what he has at QB. I do, but I also think he has some blame on the way that this game ended because that that yeah. clock, true, he, he so, put the ball in Teddy Bridgewater's hands when he knew Teddy Bridgewater has not been doing anything there towards the end. And then at the end of the game, when we had forty seconds, you had to do that. There was no other options. You have to put it in his hands, and it happened to work out that one time. But the part, and, and this is where I say, I, this is why I think this game is one of the reasons you're going to see Joe Brady not be a head coach next year. He mm-hmm. might get some interviews, sure, but not anybody is going to be putting him in, the, in a coaching position this year and possibly for the next couple of years. And it's going to all be Teddy Bridgewater's fault. Everything about it is going to be Teddy Bridgewater's fault. 
So do you think he steps up and says something about it then? Do you think that he, he, he puts out there like, hey, I can't get the job done with this guy? No. You can't say that aloud. You can say that to rule. You can't say that aloud behind closed doors? Well, behind closed doors, you can. That's that's what I mean. You can behind closed doors, but you can't say it. Well, you can't say I can't get the job done with anybody, right? It's like, what do you say to your boss? I'll get it done, even if you can't. No, Uh, no. What, What you would say is... You know, look at this quarterback who can't throw the ball. I was able to create an offensive game plan that made him look like one of the better quarterbacks in the league from a completion and yardage standpoint. I think the biggest stain on Joe Brady so far is Teddy Bridgewater. How about that? Is that saying this is that my biggest criticism of Joe Brady is not his play calling at any moment, not how he's deployed this offense, not how he's deployed Teddy Bridgewater, my number one criticism of him is being overly confident in Teddy Bridgewater that you go and bring him in to be the solution. That's my number one criticism, and I don't believe it's on Matt Rule. There's no way that's on Matt Rule. Listen, Joe Brady, 100%. That's where we're in agreement. He pounded the table for Teddy Bridgewater. Well, congrats, bro. You, You have him. So, But also, that's the same reason why I disagree with CK. I, I don't blame him for putting the ball in the hands of Teddy Bridgewater. This is the man that you chose yeah. and the man that this organization decided to pay $20-plus million a year to. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to put the ball in his hands, then why did you the, make those decisions? Yeah. The I problem so. I have is not that he put the ball in his hands. It's that he put the ball in the hands of the guy who was unproven all game in a time where you wanted to run the clock out. You right. should not have. You should have run the ball just like it had been successful pretty much all game, and and let that happen. And if you didn't get the first down, at least you're running the clock. Because mm-hmm. guess what? If we had run the clock down before, if we did not do those two passes that were dropped uh, by by receivers and tight ends, or uh, by the running back and the tight end um, there before they did the muff punt, then we would have run that down past the two minute warning. It would have and gone past we didn't have t- we did not have timeouts in our own offensive drive. On the back yeah. end with 42 exactly. seconds. Do y'all why? Do y'all I don't know why. Is it Teddy? Is it Joe Brady? Is it a combo of both? I'm so sick of the fucking timeouts being wasted for no reason. And I'm also sick of bitch-ass, diva-ass Tom Brady over here arguing with this defensive player because he overthrew the ball. He's an asshole. I'm t- Talk about ruining... A beautiful legacy. Tom Brady Mm -hmm. is ruining his own legacy in Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay with his Mm -hmm. own attitude. Not even the play, nothing. He could have not even – they could have won four games this year. I would have thought more of him. It's the way he's behaved. Let's keep Mm -hmm. going with the calls. Teddy Bridgewater is still a bum, 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 bum. He too throws picks in the red zone. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? It's Nick from Up and Mass. Dude, <laughs> I'm just going to come right out and say it. Jeremy Chen won us this game. I mean, how many Except times can we yeah. sit here this and say that he one called guy in won the us middle the game, of the game? Poor but guy. Two, but two touchdowns back-to-back from a defensive player? Crazy. Shout out to Jeremy Chen, man. No Keep doubt. Keep pounding it. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, you know who the oh, fuck it is. And it's only you. after the fucking first quarter of this Minnesota game. I got a lot to fucking say. 
I'm back, baby. I've been on the hush hush yeah, for yeah. half the season, more than half the fucking season. Where you been? And I got a lot to fucking say. So after this game is over, I will be calling back, motherfucking Panther Nation. I got a lot to fucking say. Let's do it. Also, Fire Marty hurt. <laughs> Fire Marty Herney, go. What it do? Fire Marty Herney. Let's uh, go. See, great. baby with the fucking return, it's your boy. baby. All right. Yeah, where also, baby Fire Marty Herney. All right, here we go. Also, Fire Marty Herney. Come on, next call. Come on. Where is it? Here we go. What it do, C3? It's your boy, Mike. Is it, is it Mike? We don't know. Is it an impression? I love these I was gonna impersonations come more, uh, of each other. I was going to come more hype than that, but uh, we lost. So, um, let me see. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Set Daddy. Bat Daddy. Cat Daddy. I hope you're there, man. Uh, I feel you. Chick-fil-A is way overpriced. That chicken sandwich, way overrated. Now, the spicy chicken oh, is off man. the train. But those uh, chickpea nuggets or whatever they call them, um, that Polynesian sauce they got there, ooh, ooh. it's like ooh. it's like they took. I don't want to go get some uh, Sunday. Yeah, me too. No. <laughs> no, you can't talk jock about strap, rang it out. They mixed it with <laughs> thousand unicorn horns, grinded it and <laughs> blended it all up, and gave it to Gordon Ramsay and told him to make, you know. Why not shit? That Polynesian sauce is banging. Um, Dude. Okay, anyways. Uh, good old check down. Can't lead his receiver, Teddy. Uh, strikes again, you know, with a below average stat line. Um, he, you know, uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins looked like a god, his stats compared to a. Uh, Good old Teddy. Um, I'm kind of done with it now. Um, I'd be happy to see PJ ride out the rest of the season. I know that's not going to happen just due to the fact on how much money they're paying them. Um, like, when they got that fumble off that must punt return, that's when you shove it down their fucking throat, man. There was a couple of times we were supposed to shove it down that, their throat, and strike. we... Prematurely ejaculated. Um, let's see. Um, seems like uh, we need to put some respect on Marty Hurdy's name just because my boy Jeremy Chin. Um, put some respect on Phil Snow's name. Everybody said he needs Fucking to be fired. Hard, um, kill. And how about some respect for Chase Blackburn, the special teams uh, coach? Uh, special teams is killing it this year. I ain't mad at them. Um, uh, but... Yeah, guys. Just seems that CMC contract is a another Marty Herney fail because you know Mike Davis is still doing his thing. I don't know if we need to pay him all that money. Um, it also seems that when we play bad teams, a la the Falcons and the Lions, we get their coaches fired. I feel kind of bad about that. I kind of don't. I heard Matt yeah. Patricia was it. Um, shout out to Nick Montiero. Teddy is a bum 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 bum. Get ready to live in that minivan down by the river. Is what I'm gonna add on to that. 
um, that was that was not Jay. Who help me up? That was Supreme Leader. Supreme Leader um, is chiming in. You missed it, Cody. You you need to go back and listen to our podcast from last week from while you were gone. It may have been the best set of calls we ever had in the history of the podcast. Like back to back. Right. I mean, the Herbert call was great. This and that. And then Greg went off on um, Chick-fil-A as his ice up. And I was sitting there going, oh, man, Cody would love this. He hates their fucking waffle fries. Uh, I did. Spicy chicken There's sandwich still- is the bomb. Their service is the best. And is. Uh, have a blessed day. Hey, I know so we early. I know we've we've had a lot of fighting this year. I know we've talked a lot of shit. We've said this defense is horrible. I think we've all talked about it. I think the only bright spots, like we've said over and over, have been Brian Burns and Jeremy Chin. But if we don't put a fucking captain's patch on Chin's jersey and fucking like I I will get down on my knees and suck oh. his dick. He just scored back-to-back touchdowns for us in a year where we can't even – like, we literally can't get off the field as a defense. And this man has has gone out there and scored back-to-back strip touchdowns. Like, please, God, can we keep him? Can he stay forever? Because he's the only bright spot in this defense since Luke Keekly left. So we had a call where the the last call from Supreme Leader talked about – Juicing a Cam Newton's jock strap with something else to make a Gordon Ramsay sauce. And now oh we're God. sucking Jeremy Chin's <laughs> dick on this podcast. Close your kids' ears, folks. Wait, hold on. What's up, C3? No, no, no. You got to pause it. You got to pause it. Listen, man, there's 106 people watching. That's a fucking crazy number for us. What? We're what? Not, what? We're, Come listen, on. We're, we're at 93 likes. Listen, get this to 100 likes, man. Get this Do video it. to 100 likes. Come on. Man, look, we're, we're trying to bring the heat, trying to be honest with y'all about what this football team is and give y'all the platform to bullshit with us, man. So hit that like button. Share this with all your Panther friends. Uh, man, you know we would be cutting up, man. Come do it with us. In two a five, <laughs> where 102 people are watching the stream, finding out Teddy Bridgewater is complete in utter garbage. (laughs) (laughs) 252-228-5098. You can be a part of the longest running Panthers podcast. We're live Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Go ahead, folks. Smash that thumbs up button. I don't know. Smash it like uh, hit. Actually, hit that thumbs up button like Teddy Bridgewater hits a dump off pass. That (laughs) is what I would say. For the next call. We're at the number six pick right now with four games left. What can we finish at? Think about that. Ooh. We could, we could finish fourth. Like you know what this pick. is going to make us do uh, is cheer for weird teams. Like, oh, oh we're, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, we're yeah. going to become like. Like, definitely better than them. But honestly, we could finish with the third or fourth pick based on where we're at right now if we lose out. So mm-hmm. we, play, we play the Denver Broncos after our bye, and they don't have a quarterback currently because all they of them will. are gone they from will. COVID. They will. Okay, right. By so the way, I want to talk about that here in a second, guys. Okay, but then we play Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera comes back home. 
Are we going to be fucking Tyree Hill, man? We are. God, I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> what? Tyree Hill uh, just caught play. another touchdown, dude. What the fuck, man? He he's got three today. He's got two hundred and sixteen yards and three touchdowns. Get downfield a quarterback that can get it to him. That's what happens, Tony. Right there, we have a quarterback that can Bro. utilize that skill. These guys are embarrassing the Bucks right now. It's absolutely <sighs> beautiful. Anyway, what I wanted to mention is so the Broncos, right? They were facing the Saints today. the uh, The reality of who we were going to be, who else was uh, di- diagnosed with COVID, was Lamar Jackson. Right. And what did they do for them? They postponed the game, didn't they? You know what they did for the Broncos? Play a wide receiver as your QB because you're not getting a schedule extension. Can you talk about Mm -hmm. can you talk about how much they prefer people like the Saints and Lamar Jackson and the and the Ravens Mm -hmm. that over top of somebody like the Broncos? They are completely shitting on the Broncos organization. I'm not like I said, I'm not I have no you know skin in that game. The Saints are clearly gonna win the division, but they are making this so easy on 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 the Saints to get uh, a possible buy uh, in the mm-hmm. NFC uh, in the NFC because they are just giving it, it, even with Taysom Hill, who by the way today has not looked like a, f- a phenomenal player. Right, he's had an interception. He's gotten the benefit of the other the wide receiver quarterback throwing two interceptions. I mean, it's not been a fantastic game. He's just get benefited from the other quarterback not being a quarterback. Hey, how good did it look to have uh, uh, Peyton Manning win the fiftieth Super Bowl? This is a television show. Remember yeah. last year when they wanted Patrick Mahomes and, and Aaron Rodgers to be in the Super Bowl, and Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers were in every fucking commercial together there possibly was, and they got all the calls for it to go their way? This is a television show. I don't care what anybody says. Irritates shit out of me, dude. things for, bet for teams to work they wanted out. To, they, wanted to give, uh, they wanted to give Taysom Hill a nice little easy week because they knew that if there was a decent defense, he was going to come out and shit the bed. And he did somewhat. He shit the bed a little bit today. He hasn't been fantastic, but he has benefited heavily from the uh, the 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 Broncos not having an actual quarterback on the on the mm-hmm. on the field. All right, let's play this call. Come on, folks. We're like three likes away. It's crazy. I don't think we've ever gotten a hundred likes, and this is our biggest. How way to go, Panther Nation? Way to turn out, folks. Way to turn yeah. out. And uh, and Vikings up, in Dallas. We've seen a lot of people in. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Chef Jeff from the middle of the game. Chef Jeff here. Uh, watching the game. Uh, just literally watched the the little, you know, beginning of the second quarter interception. We were driving really well by fucking Teddy Bridgewater. And I was going to call before that. I was going to call at the end of the first quarter and say that, you know, whether we win or lose this game, if we win, it would be in spite of Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I'm sorry. P.J. Walker should be out there. You, you guys can hate on me for it. I know there's going to be a bunch of people out there disagree. I don't care. P.J. Walker should be out there. Teddy Bridgewater needs to be sitting on the fucking bench. Um, that's really all i got to say now. I'll probably call back at the end of the game and uh, definitely be listening to you guys this evening. Uh, keep her pounding. Way to go, Panther fans. We crested the 100 mark. 252-228-1598. Yo, 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 yo. This is Kevin from Charleston, a.k.a. Mr. Telly Wacker. What's up, Mr. Telly Wacker? How you like that game, huh? How you like that game? I got good news and I got bad news. Bad news is we ain't going to playoffs. 
We go and get a mid-round pick. You don't get no quarterback. But good news is we don't have to worry about which receiver we're going to pay because DJ just tore his ACL mm. because of Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. Yay! They did say it's an ankle injury, Fuck by the way, guys. Mister mm, mm. Tallywhacker. Yeah. Whatever the injury is, it's a hundred percent Teddy Bridgewater's fault, and he refused to even uh, uh, take take any kind of credit for it. You know, so, I've been upset about that, and you guys, and some other people, brought this up earlier in the season, and I have been trying to, like, um. Not defend Teddy Bridgewater. That's not what I've been doing. But, like, you know, not go overboard with every little thing. I always had this this thing. Like, so I was a big Barack Obama fan. Like a giant. That was my dude. Yeah. Barack Obama's my guy. I saw him speak in 2008 in my college. I walked out of there, like, excited about being an American. And for the next eight years... And I, I probably, I'm a middle guy, but I'm Catholic, so, I mean, I think everybody leans fiscally conservative in some way. I think that's, so I always felt myself a little right of center. And I told, in that eight years, the, the right pushed me to the left. Right, like they were so critical about everything. It'd be like this motherfucker don't have his lapel on the right lapel. He don't got yeah. the flag upside. You know, like it was just over. So when Donald Trump came and was elected, I told Democrats, liberals, I said, "Be careful, don't go overboard on too much of the little shit. Save it. He will fuck up. He will give you plenty of shit." to really go after but when you like he can't even he can't even end a sentence without ending it on a preposition and they go big you know i'm like it's too much i've been trying to be like that about teddy bridgewater but i tell you this i'm starting to get irritated about him smiling after bad plays i'm starting to get irritated about this guy not being upset like i mean i don't need him to be crying but, like, I, the only time I see my man smiling is when shit is either going bad for P.J. Walker or, like, it's like a bad play happens. And then yeah. you're going to get in the fucking post-game press conference and not fall on the fucking sword. Cam Newton always is Cam Newton's favorite saying was this, is that, like, instead of pointing fingers, I point thumbs, homie. And I was, I just, I'm disappointed that Teddy Bridgewater isn't doing that a little bit more. I said that at the beginning of the season. And you know what's even worse about that is he's now seeing the Saints and the Vikings. And both these games, when we went into him, we're like, oh, it's Teddy's revenge game. And guess what? Every game, he's made time to go through the organization and the coaching staff and the players and say hey to all of them and joke around with all of them. Guess what? Those guys got rid of you because they didn't want you. A loser, and, uh, a loser goes back and celebrates with them when they got rid of you because they didn't want you. That's what a loser does for for months, people. for months at a time, or after we signed Bridgewater, whenever it was. I got so much shit from people saying, "Oh, you're just not pulling for the Panthers because it's not Cam, and you're not giving Bridgewater a chance." And that's why my catchphrase all this season has been Teddy Bridgewater is who I thought he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could have predicted this, and I did predict this before this season even happened. 
Teddy Bridgewater, even in his limited amount of time, has never shown the necessary traits to be the quarterback of an NFL football team. Not a starter. Damn sure we're not a starter. And by the way, I don't have a crystal ball. I know I look like crippled Jesus, man, but I have no powers. Okay? All I I do is use a little common fucking sense, and you'd be surprised how far that can take you, man. Oh, by the way, uh, first, uh, all y'all people we've been begging for likes, right? How about y'all hit the subscribe button, too? Subscribe, hit the bell. We're here more than once a week. Um, I was at the, I was with my wife watching the game and I, and <laughs> we're talking about you at the Panthers and s- shouting at them as I was talking about it to my wife. Like, God, Cody is fucking out in the sh- firing shots at Panthers social media. And I said, this motherfucker went and traveled for Thanksgiving and he came back cranky cripple. Oh, for sure. And bro. my wife goes, sure you sure. say that to his face? <laughs> and I said, yes, I do. And B, it's kind of fucked up that you're okay with me saying it behind his back, but not to his face. <laughs> That's what I said to him. cranky cripple. You are cranky cripple today, dude. If y'all wait till the end of this podcast and stick with us, I will tell you the best handicap joke in the world at the end of the show. Stick with <laughs> us. Nobody, subscribe. Nobody makes more crippled jokes than me, man. Dude, if you can't laugh at life, you're in for a long fucking haul, bro. Great. That's all I got to say, man. All right, let's keep going. Hey, fellas, it's Jason calling from Colorado. Got to stay I'm heartbroken after getting let another big lead fall away from us from conservative play calling and failures to execute. But um, there were some bright spots, you know, try to focus on that, I suppose. You know, I mean, we did get a better draft pick. This basically worked out because we're out of the running for the playoffs. We know that. Um, In the long run, this will be better. There were learning opportunities here. Jeremy Chin made his case for defensive rookie of the year, maybe even the player of the year. I mean, he's leading tackles, and that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Special teams, I mean, shoot, they were executing phenomenally. I think that I was really pissed off about that first personal foul that got called on the the kick when um, the guy didn't call a fair fair catch, and he just got obliterated. And then, But that was the same. I think that shook him up because then at the end of the game, he muffed that catch, and, of course, you know, we failed to execute on that because of, surprise, surprise, Captain Teddy Bridgewater. I don't – he's not our guy. I mean, he cannot – he's going downhill, I feel like. I feel like he's getting worse as the season goes on. Yeah. He's not even executing those small plays that you expect him to make. I mean, if you're a dink and dunk quarterback and you're ne- next to perfect in the short to intermediate range, you can forgive the lack of a deep ball. But he can't do his deep ball. He's bad at the medium and intermediate routes. And he's marginal in the short routes. I just, he doesn't have the arm count to be our, uh, really, I don't think a starting quarterback in the league. Agreed. Adam fell off week 10 also. um, The refereeing (laughs) in this game was just 
absolutely bad. I mean, it seems you don't see a whole lot of plays being challenged anymore. There are multiple challenges this game and seem to really frustrate me, but I, I could tell that there was, I went into the Minnesota um, Reddit feeds and I can tell that they were frustrated too. So it just wasn't, wasn't being, wasn't that great, but you know, give me more of that Jeremy Chin, Bobby Boucher bullshit, and I'll, I'll be <laughs> happy as a cucumber for the rest of the season. So it was nice to have a bright spot. Um, we could talk more in the postseason for the, the regular show, but uh, keep pounding. I felt like if you could go watch a movie, uh, uh, one of my favorite football movies, and I didn't realize I was such a Keanu Reeves fan. But it turns out I am a Keanu Reeves fan. Is Who isn't love, a Keanu Reeves fan? I watch love Knock Point Break. Keanu Reeves, watch Knock Knock. That'll blow your damn mind. Dude, I just watched it last night. I could it's not crazy. turn it off. It's, it's the crazy, stupidest it? fucking wild, dumb movie Don't ever. Don't tell me the end. I have... I, I, I got you gotta to watch it. Knock, knock. Oh, oh my god! That, look, and and Netflix has been recommending it to me for like a month, yeah. and <laughs> I'm like, no. I look at the, I looked at what it said, and I was like, I'm not watching this movie. I'm not watching this movie. I'm not watching this. And I finally gave it a chance because of Keanu Reeves only, mm-hmm. yep. and it did not disappoint for that reason. So I've learned. I am a con- Bill and Ted, Point Break replacements speed replacements yeah and the replacements is jeremy chin is our new guy do you remember that linebacker and they were like and he goes gene hackman says go get me the ball go get me the ball and he's like (laughs) i got the ball i got the ball (laughs) that was jeremy chin today oh go watch knock knock folks a because it will be your most essential first of all we would all be we would all say yes. It's a married man's worst nightmare. Shut up. Yeah. It's like, is that the fact that my man handled it as well as he did for as long (laughs) as he did is also (laughs) two thumbs up to him. Two, five, two, 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 eight, 59. Hey guys, how you doing? It's uh, Jedi drawer here. And, uh, Hey, what's up, man? I've got to say when, when Teddy missed a wide open DJ Moore in the end zone, yeah, he had to put it over the linebackers, but he could have, you know, did a little touch pass. DJ Moore was wide open. There's really no excuse for that. Um, when he missed that pass, I knew that the Vikings were going to win at that moment. I, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's over. Um, and it's interesting, you know, we gave um, Ron Rivera so much criticism when he was here for starting veterans over, you know, young talent, you know, um, that can actually, you know, win you football games. And I think that's exactly what, you know, Rule is doing here with Teddy. Like, he's put so much trust in Teddy and I guess so much um, investment in Teddy that he doesn't want to, you know, start somebody like a P.J. Walker who even, I mean, he had the two uh, end zone interceptions last week but the thing about pj was at least he was dynamic he was you know exciting to watch he you know it seemed like the team was rallying around him it was so fun. it was fun it's really disappointing to watch this game and you know basically see teddy you know start off terribly he you know he picked it up in the second third uh quarters but then you know when it came down to crunch time he really didn't step up um 
I've been on the Teddy Ain't It train for, you know, a while here. So I, I'm hoping I, it looks like we played our way out of, you know, getting one of the better quarterbacks this year's draft. Not but, necessarily. Uh, you know, hopefully we can figure something out because, I mean, that was, that's, it was embarrassing. We, as Panthers fans, we were embarrassed this week. So, um, hey, what can I say? Keep pounding and join the show, guys. I don't think we were embarrassed, personally. I feel like Teddy Bridgewater was embarrassed, but yeah. I think, I think as a, as a as a whole, we know we should have won that game. And the one person that is supposed to be the reason we're supposed to win, our quarterback, was the reason we lost. So I do. I guess he's he's not it. I think we all can agree with that. But yeah, that that's a hundred percent accurate, dude. Dude's just done. I mean, I just don't know. I will say this much because I think, uh, you know, like Bad Daddy. Oh, was, you know, God, Tom Daddy. Brady picked off of a two. Nice. That's nice. It's another one. Happening. Um, Pick six too. It looks like, no. but but we wanted to, you know, yes, to criticize the, the criticism for for uh, Ron Rivera was the unwillingness to 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 play new talent to try to develop those guys. But and, and yes, Teddy Bridgewater, you would say, is a veteran. But I also think he's their guy. He's the guy they handpicked. They signed to a contract. I think it is less about veteran for him and more about hey, listen, this guy is. Is you know he knows the offense better than PJ Walker by you know by probably a mile, but he's just not able to execute it very well. I think that's why. Like what you're seeing now is let's look at Tahir Whitehead. He's out of the equation now. Jermaine Carter Jr. starting. I mean these guys that are young are getting opportunities. And and if Ron Rivera was still here, do you think Jeremy Chin would be on the field as much as he is? I guarantee you not. So they are making strides and they are better than what Ron Rivera was. I think it is fair to criticism that they did not make a move away from, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater uh, this game, you know, at all. I think there should have been a a move away from him, especially that last drive, even though it ended up working out. I think it should have been a move at that point. It should have been. I I mean, listen, we can go to the next call. I kind of think um, watching this football team, there's, again, a lot to like going into the future. But the problems that we have on this football team, as the season goes on, the the problems are under more and more of a magnifying glass. Mm -hmm. And I did want to touch on something a little bit. I feel like a lot of people might be owing the bat daddy an apology for this Kyle Allen comparison that he's been making that even I have been tepid to jump on. Like, even I have said, okay, Teddy Bridgewater is better than Kyle Allen. But how much better is he? Like, really, what does he do for this football team? Can you tell us, can you tell us, Greg? Because I like how you have him back down. And mad props to you for this. As you call yourself the wet blanket now on Twitter. (laughs) Cody Cody owns what he says. He says, you don't want to call me a fan. Don't call me a fan. But, and you have not backed down from this. No. Tell us no. why. Not at all, because you look at Kyle Allen's uh, first last year, and I look at his first 10 games, and ten, the game 10 was where he really fell off. Kyle Allen still had five wins for us through the first 10 games. He had about 200 less pa- – well, maybe after this game, 300 less passing yards than, than uh, Bridgewater does. More touchdowns, less interceptions, more wins with a team that wasn't as good offensively as what Bridgewater has right now. 
Mm. So, you know, I'm not, and, and when I say this, everybody always jumps on me. Well, Kyle Allen's not better in Bridgewater. No, I'm not saying Kyle Allen's better in Bridgewater. Kyle Allen is garbage. What I'm saying is Teddy Bridgewater is just as stinky a garbage as he's Kyle He's doing Allen. less with more. He, he's doing, yeah, exactly. He's doing less with more. And, and he, you know, people want to praise him like he was great. And people wanted to castrate Kyle Allen after 10 games. They're the same player. They do the exact same thing. The difference is Kyle Allen can pass the ball down the field. Teddy Bridgewater won't pass the ball down the field. Bubba the Pacha. Difference. They're getting the same production, though. Bubba Pacha and the chat room is saying, what the fuck, man? Looks like Tom's chewing out his receiver. Dude's got to yeah, be Evans. hated in his locker room more than Wentz is in his. Tom Brady threw a pass that bonked off a defensive player's head, and then he's going to chew out um, a the wide receiver. I would I I still believe that Tom Brady this is the most ungracious fall or decline from Mount High ever. And that, how about how many times this year has he refused to shake the hand of the quarterback? Right, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's all of today. this you put it all together. He is a sore loser. He wants you to def- kiss the ring when he wins. I he's such a all the things, look, the only reason I did not, and I think I said this on Tuesday night while you were gone, is that the only reason I have not liked Tom Brady is because of the Super Bowl. Like, the only single reason I have not liked Tom Brady in my history of my life is because of the Super Bowl where he beat us. And I am fine with admitting that I fucking hate people for doing shit like that. Like, I'm petty enough. I'm petty. I will hate you. But I have said he's the best. I said he was better than Peyton Manning. I said all of this. This is the worst fucking look for a great yeah. player I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if he there, was there black, is- these motherfuckers would have damn thrown him out of the league by this point. There's merit to that conversation, man. And there have been so many people that have said about Tom Brady for a long time that he's a system quarterback that he's never been anything close to the best quarterback in the NFL, but he's always had the best coach in the NFL and a bunch of really good coordinators to put a good team on offense and defense, and that he was a dink and dunk quarterback. Then he goes to Bruce Arians to try and air the ball out down the field. Now all he does is sail the football over the head of a wide-open receiver. Yeah, and I Tony, think he's just I think, a bitch, I think, man. Oh, I don't I mean, even I care about Tom, that. I think Tom Brady knows – what you're saying is true. He knows that now at the end of his career, he's going to have a bunch of people that are going to be like, Oh, see, we told you you're not as good as everyone always said you were. So yeah, that's why I think he's chewing people out. He could have held the rings up though. Instead of being a dick. That's the thing. I would just held the rings up. All right, let's keep going. Well, you, you think you would be having more fun. Short and simple. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Chen is not verified on Twitter. Get that man a blue check. Hey, Tony. Hey, guys. This is Chuck from Elizabeth City calling. <laughs> I just wanted to let y'all know. Emotionally, I'm just drained and drained. He's drained. This is the first Chuck. time this season I feel like I'm living under a Ron Rivera regime. Just, I, I, we should have scored a touchdown. Should have sung for field goal. It's just terrible decision making. And, um, I don't know who to blame, point fingers, because a lot of guys played well today, but 
coming up short in some areas, and I don't have any answers. Yeah, I don't think that I, I I will say this is that I know that people want to point the the finger at Phil Snow, but I think this defense put in and maybe the defense. I think people it's easy to finger the coach when things go wrong, right? You just it's, finger the coach when things go wrong. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind it a couple I didn't times. Even know that, man. You're teaching me something new. I think so, but I do think that this defense put us in a place to win, though. Right, that's the yeah. thing is that is that they weren't there. They didn't win us the game at the end. That's the case. the The defense did not win us the game at the end. At the end, they just didn't get home. That they, they could have won it, but they put us in a position to win. And for all the people that have loved Teddy Bridgewater and gone crazy about him, that's what they kind of say about him every week. Right? Is that you put us in a position to win. He put us in a position to win. He did the right? No, the defense who is playing with half bums, half rookies, put up points and held the team and kept and we were in the lead. And you know what? The offense has run into the same problems that they ran into the first five games, which is settling for field goals rather than punching it in. Shelly Maybe Long a little Christian McCaffrey would have helped right yeah, now. Shelly, uh, Shelly Long in our YouTube chat says, why can't we beat Tampa Bay? Oh, that's right. We got Teddy. <laughs> By the way, I'm still salty over the fact that the Broncos just had to play this game. I'm just, I have to say it. I just saw them post up. The last time a team had more interceptions than completions was you know 1998 with San Diego because they had one completion and two interceptions today. I listen, I don't care about this. The, everything from this day should be scratched from history mm-hmm. for them. This should not be a situation that should ever be able to be called upon as being one of the worst moments in NFL history because this NFL decided to play favoritism to people. I th- it's just so frustrating to me. Anyway, guys, my bad. All right, I, I saw that already. Yeah, right, right, man. Uh, 100%. Next call. What a game, what a game, what a game, what a fucking game. Hi, it's Tree Fitty. Um, Tree Fitty, Tree Fitty. Yeah, that happened. I mean, shoot, what can I start? I guess, you know, guess the last play of the game. My guy, Joey Sly. Uh, you remember what's called? You missed the kick. The 54-yarder. I mean, yeah, he missed it. Ultimately, that's, that's what happened. So, shit, he missed the kick. But, uh, yeah, you, <laughs> I don't even know, I don't even know where to go from this, uh, shit, Teddy, <laughs> I mean, the defense, I'm not even defense, Jeremy Chin gives you two touchdowns in 10 seconds, apparently, you know, breaking some record somewhere, definitely franchise record for sure, but, um, defense spots you two touchdowns. And um number thirty, what's his name? Miles Hartfield, I think. The safety slash high school running back we signed for that one week. He played on uh, he played that running back. He uh he even gave you a good fumble recovery within the red zone. And you know, it's homecoming Teddy, and this is what you give us. You was hurt coming off your other knee. All this, I mean, what was the point of you starting? For what? You didn't move the ball. 
I don't know, man. It's just put PJ in, Will Greer, somebody. Who cares? Done with Teddy. He's inadequate. He's right there with you, man. He's he's a <laughs> he ain't it. I'll tell you that. No, okay. I'm right now. I don't know. I'm gonna keep talking until it fucking runs out. Whatever. Oh, Brady almost threw um, the pick. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. It's a shame. How many times does you gotta give it to Joey Slot? Try to bail you out of a a stupid ass situation you shouldn't be in. I know what. There's no reason why the twenty-second Come on, our offense. We should be able to put up thirty every week. Especially against a nut ass fucking Vikings team. Come on, man. Tom Brady looks like damn uh, I mean, boy shit, from I Zoolander. Just mm-hmm. like he's always doing blues still. Joey Sly, you're still you're still better than Graham Gano's first two years in the, in the league. So here's that. Yeah, What's Graham Gano sucked when he was with Washington. Don't forget that, folks. Uh, Tom Brady looks like, uh, what's his name, doing blue steel. Oh, but he just threw a touchdown to Mike Evans. Never mind. Um, I must be ahead of mine. Yeah, I'm behind. I got to be behind. I'm on Hulu. I'm on fourth and three with 13 minutes left. Same, same, same. You and I always have the same stream. Well, damn, you guys are usually ahead of me. I'm usually the laggard. He just threw a touchdown on fourth and three to Mike Evans. Um, okay. Teddy that Bridgewater. Was a, that was a block, Tim. Teddy Bridgewater is interesting, is that because we have somebody said that he had a strap on in his pants in that picture that we reference. Teddy Bridgewater is the epitome of this, is imagine having the giant dick, but you can't get it hard. Would you rather have an average D that was hard as a rock or a giant D that you can't ever get up? That is Teddy Bridgewater in the deep ball. He can't get it up. No, no, it's true. I ain't done. Man, Teddy, you got DJ hurt. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's if you was that able to test it deep, why did we just start TJ if he has the best arm on the team? Quotedly, like, shout it. What was that? At least that three times during last last game during the broadcast. I mean, and we saw it. He threw it down to DJ and then overthrew him again in the second half. I mean, why not have a guy that can make our weapons, you know, really look like they really should as weapons? Because, you know, Teddy back in, right back to focusing on his good old Robbie. Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson. The only reason why I got touched on because he finally, that's what our receivers do. We're all about the rack, <laughs> the yak, rack, whatever. Run after catch. So, um, he's able to break loose and go. Besides that, Teddy can't hit you in stride. Got to slow up to catch the ball. He's he, wouldn't be mad at Teddy if he just wasn't a starting quarterback, wasn't paid his contract. If he was a backup, he's the best backup in the fucking league, hands down. He's part of. He's a decent quarterback, but he, we already know he ain't it. And today was a wasted opportunity because defense. <laughs> Like we like I already said, like we already said, you know, defense gave you that. Special teams did all right, and you can't even cash in. Come on, R- the running game wasn't even half bad today. <laughs> Man, 
Get on the couch, Street. Oh, yeah, and, and notice back on, you. yeah, Teddy, Teddy back starting quarterback, and shit, that clock looking like zero one zero zero. That shit happened like three times in the first half, and then we had to wait to touch, uh, to time out for it. Back to the same old shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sounding real negative. I mean, shit. One of the best, one of the parts of better showing from our defense this year is ruined from a mediocre. Uh, uh fuck it. Whatever. Just saw All this. Thanks, Tree Fifty. Man, thanks, dude. I just saw this. Uh, my buddy sent me a message because I saw him and I said, I believe that's got to be back-to-back. The first time back-to-back scooping scores have ever been done. It is. He sent me a net, uh, just heard on Panthers Radio Network. It is indeed the first time in NFL history a player scored back-to-back defensive touchdowns. 252-228-5098. We're here Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. A couple more calls and we're out of here. And let me say something real quick about DJ Moore. So when PJ Walker started after the game, we were saying, oh, man, DJ Moore is a number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Well, the very next week after Taylor Bridgewater throwing He's a the bum. football to him, now we're talking about, hey, DJ Moore is going potentially to IR. Mm. That yep. that should be all the evidence that you need to see. And he man. fights. And yeah, a lot I of people, you. here's here's a point that I don't think we've talked about is the interception that Teddy Bridgewater threw in the red zone. People wanted to blame Mike Davis for that. Teddy Bridgewater was throwing Mike Davis into a ridiculous hit. Mike Davis could have gotten hurt on that. Like, that was not, like, as a quarterback, that is the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. He threw the ball into that contested coverage with a linebacker coming full speed at him. And if that wasn't an interception, Mike Davis, if he caught it, he was getting his bell rung and he might have been out too. So Teddy Bridgewater has been doing a lot to get these uh, players on our team hurt this year. If you go and watch any of the, the games, he's underthrowing balls, allowing their, his, uh, his wide receivers to have to stop and come back. And if you're stopped and you're stagnant and somebody's running full speed at you and you catch the ball and they hit you, that's going to be something that hurts. you know. And so that's the problem. Teddy Bridgewater has not been a – that's why I think that this wide receiver core is not going to – stand for Teddy Bridgewater too much longer. He is not a quarterback that is doing his best to make sure they're safe. Just bottom bottom of the, you know, bottom line. Big shout out to Panther Nation today for showing up to the C3 Panthers post game show. You guys have smashed that thumbs up button 115 times. If you 16. haven't 16, if you haven't yet, go ahead and smash it. Help us continue to grow. Subscribe to the podcast and don't forget we're the lo- we're the longest running Panthers podcast. Not that that's a it's not a bragging point. What I'm trying to say is this: is we're just Panther fans chopping up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. For the last eight years, you've heard me say that as I've opened the show. We want you to be a part of Panther Nation. We want to grow the voice. We want to be big, mighty, and proud as a fan base, and we need to grow that for the years we're not good, right? That's the truth, is this, is that we have a fragile baby right now with the Carolina Panthers. We've had enough success in our 25, 26, what, 27 years now at this point. We've had enough success that this baby has lived through those opening moments. But if we get... 10 or five years of two and 14, which we're not going to have. 
it's going to be hard to sustain the momentum we have gained as a nation. So we need you guys to build it up with us. And that's all you got to do is be part of the conversation. Tell a friend about the show. Call into the cat calls at 252-228-5098. Subscribe to the show. Smash the thumbs up button. All those things work. Hey, and just cheer for the team. Even if you're screaming at them, that's still cheering. You can hate and love players. It all helps. And if you're a fan of another team wearing another jersey at our stadium, you don't like our team, come on over. We'll take you because your team mm-hmm. sucks. Fuck the Falcons. AC3 <laughs> Nation. This is uh, Darius Burks um, from Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm in a military station in Japan. Um, oh, man. I just want to say thanks for letting our voices be heard, you know, uh, for the good, the bad, and the ugly. For what we had today was the good, bad, and ugly. Um, just want to make a shout-out to, of course, Jeremy Chen. That dude was dominant today. Um, yep. I wanted to hate on Teddy Bridgewater because he not only injured our wide receiver, he did nothing for three quarters, barely scored a touchdown, thanks to Robbie Anderson. Um, I just want to say, if we probably had P.J. Walker in there, he probably would have scored more touchdowns, especially that last one. Uh, I don't want to put it all on the kicker. That dude, he, he missed the long one. Uh, he has the leg, but he doesn't really have the accuracy. We've seen it all year. We've seen it last year. So to put all the blame on that guy is not the move. Teddy put us in that situation, and Teddy deserves about 90% of the blame. Uh, that defense was dominant. They let a lot of stuff through, but, I mean, there's only so much you can do when you're always on the field. Uh, thanks for letting our voices be heard. Appreciate that, man. That's all we're trying to do is continue the conversation. Hector in the chat, Hector the Legend says, I might turn into a fan if you get your stuff together. He went on to say, we don't know anything about football. I believe that Hector may be Brandon Herbert. <laughs> That's his burner. <laughs> What's up, Darius? Um, we had Darius from Japan. Now we're in Darius from about this game, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet. This just sets us up even more to get a quarterback in the first round. Listen, I understand there's a lot of holes to fill on this team. There's a lot of holes. But the hardest hole to fill on the team is the quarterback. I said this last week when I called in. Teams take quarterbacks even though they have a lot of holes to fill. You still have to get a quarterback. And then people want to bring up, oh, the Joe Burrow injury and all that stuff. That can happen to anybody. It can happen yes. to anybody. If we end up picking top, I'd say top six or seven. Yeah. Tell them, Darius. No reason we don't take a quarterback. If we don't take a quarterback, I'm going to be livid. Mm-hmm. I yeah. understand receivers I were dropping balls and stuff like that, but I feel like with – any other quarterback, well, I don't want to say any other quarterback, but, you know, one of the quarterbacks that are doing good this year, we win that game. There should be no reason we didn't score after they muffed that punt. It's kind of hard to say keep pounding after that, but I'm, I'm just hoping for the draft at this point. Just looking forward for the draft. I want the quarterback for the future. 
That's your boy right there. You've you've made it. You that's your first of all. You and uh, Darius went after each other a bunch in the beginning. Yeah, but he's on my side now. No, it took Darius a little while to come not, around. It's not mm-hmm. even about being on sides. You had a good discussion. Oh my gosh! The, what a horrible roughing the passer call. I'm sorry. What they call Patrick it? Mahomes just Patrick Mahomes just got a he threw a inter- bad interception and just got a celebrity call for roughing the passer. The damn player ran into him. Didn't even fall on top of him. Ran into him and knocked him down. But hey, uh, still standing I, on his feet, and they called roughing the passer. Get the fuck out of yeah, here! Yeah, Patrick man. definitely gets plays. But I do want to pinpoint something, man. To uh, Hector the Legend in our chat. Look, the whole point of of these podcasts is Panther Nation, and I think this has been proven mm-hmm. over the course of this year too, and us doing kind of crossover events with other Panther YouTubers. Is that this Panther? fan base has a lot of different opinions man Mm -hmm. a lot of different opinions on the players on this football team the direction of this football team the decision makers on this football team there's room for all opinions man we're not trying to stifle anyone that's why we have the cat calls line if you want to tell me i'm stupid and ain't shit and don't know anything about football like brandon herbert does have at it man (laughs) that's what we're here for man we don't you don't have to, to uh, agree with us, but one of the things that we're always going to do is we're going to give our honest opinion and our honest assessment, regardless of if it's popular or not, because every single guy on this podcast has gotten a ton of shit about us being not good Panther fans and, oh, you're cam sexuals and you just hate Teddy Bridgewater good and term, all this though. nonsense, man. <laughs> no, we're going to be honest with you about the players on this football team. So, hey, man, we're down for the discussion. I do find Cam Sexual, uh, I told Carl that he was about three (laughs) years late on the Cam Sexual comment. I like that. Like, it was good. And that (laughs) is the thing. We're not football experts. We're expert football fans. The number is 252-228-5098. What's going on, C3? It's Darius from Raleigh. Um. Hold on, this is a different. I got a lot to say about this game, but I'm gonna keep it short. Nope, that's the same one. Next. So, one. Greg, 16 Uh-oh. interceptions, 13 fumbles. That was Kyle Allen. Thir- 13 year. fumbles? No, maybe that, turnovers, that not fumbles. Right he didn't have 13 fumbles. Let me look it up right now. Yeah, look head. up how many that's fumbles he got. Because yeah, fumbles is a stat that gets hit. Oh, we got to look for the call. Yeah, we got to start the call. Yeah, I apologize. I apologize. Good. It's fine. I didn't hear it than Kyle Allen. Not by much. Not by much. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Fucking... Hold on. So, Greg. He's on your side, man. 16 interceptions, 13 fumbles. That was Kyle Allen last year, okay? That stat right there is the big reason, at least in my head, as to why Teddy Bridgewater is better than Kyle Allen. Not by much. Okay. Not by much. Because Teddy is a fucking bum. And I won't insult Kyle Allen because he has a fucking hurt leg. So, you know, that wouldn't be fair even though he is a bum. Okay. So he kind of was, yeah. He was a little bit. He kind of was, yeah. He still yeah. thinks that he's a bum. He doesn't think Kyle Allen's that good. Fumbles look, is a hidden think... stat. They don't hey. advertise that one well. Yeah, and here's my argument. I don't think Kyle Allen's a good quarterback. I'm not by any means advocating Kyle Allen being the quarterback. What I'm saying is if we're getting the same production – from Teddy Bridgewater, paid sixty-three million to. We could have got that from seven million from Kyle Allen. 
and, and been a, been in a whole lot better position in the same spot to get the same for a rebuild. Draft. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for a hell of a lot cheaper. That's but what I'm saying. Here's know? my question uh, through, through 10 games. Cause right now we're, what are we four and eight? Teddy Bridgewater's played 11 of those games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, through 11 games, what are Teddy Bridgewater's stats currently? And exactly. Tell me touchdowns to interceptions mm-hmm. to any turnovers period. Uh, I'll have to pull it up real quick. His stats for the year, because uh, yeah, because Kyle Allen didn't if play he every had game last year. Thirteen fumbles. Either, so. That is fucking. It's terrible. not thirteen fumbles. I'm looking it up right That's now. That's like one point. He had sixteen again. interceptions at, at the end of the year, but I don't know about thirteen fumbles. But I could be wrong. Let me let me look at it right here. He had a um, few. Yeah, he, he fumbled at least. He once definitely had. Well, he, yeah. he definitely like had a few. Game. He had one game I where I fumbled like four rocked. times. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably so. it's possible. That's just a lot of damn fumbles. It is. It is. Okay. So the Panthers fall 28-27 in cardiac fashion, guys. We um the Panthers come out uh stagnant fumble. Wow. 13 okay, fumbles. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Kyle, I told y'all Kyle right. Allen was worse. Yeah, yeah. But that means like, what's the difference but, but, but between having someone piss on your face and shit in your mouth? Was, marginally worse. Yeah. If Bridgewater is better than Kyle Allen, it's not that much, dude. Bridgewater's and I think not fifty million dollars. Yeah, better. I think that's that the that's only point. Fifty million dollars. That's better. the only point that Bat Daddy has been making. And by the way, this is also another strike against Marty Herney. Because the quarterback that has never demonstrated franchise quarterback oh, abilities got twenty no. plus million dollars a year. That's and, Joe Brady. That's not Marty Herney. That's Joe Brady. Running back. That's Joe and Brady. He paid a running back who doesn't see the field this year, who got the most running back money in football, and who is hurt and isn't contributing. And the left tackle that we moved up for is a healthy scratch today. No. You have to fucking fire Marty Herney, and I will right. die on this. That's fine. You can fire Marty, Marty Herney, but this is a Teddy Bridgewater is more of a stain on Joe Brady than he is on Marty Herney. Marty Herney. It's, it's a just stain simple on, truth. It's a simple fact. And if you don't want to admit that, that, it is a fact. Joe Brady, the only reason that Teddy Bridgewater is here is because of Jesus. Joe Brady. Joe Brady. There is no link. Who other decided than that. to pay him all that money? Joe though? Brady. Pepper. Joe Brady you know, didn't sign you. the number deal. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter about the number. I don't even give a fuck if it was a dollar. I don't care if it, it was one dollar. It doesn't matter. If you're the general manager, you're supposed to be able to veto your first year offensive coordinator. What sense does that make? Well, didn't they also say whenever the season started that he wasn't going to be the uh, the, the general manager? He was going to be like the assistant to or no. like some, right kind, now, of, some kind of deal where he steps down and he is like the assistant general dude, manager? Y'all are giving too much grace to manager. Joe Brady on this. That man is our general the manager. The fault no on what. Teddy lies on Joe Brady, homie. Nobody else. No, that's just market value, bro. That's just market value when you sign that. That's a, that agent. That's just the agent saying this. We ain't gonna sell this house. This house has a shitty floor plan. Yes, it does. But it's still eighteen hundred square feet, and this is what it's worth. Marty Herney. No, is still this is, don't. Joe Brady is linked. Teddy Bridgewater. Is and Joe Brady are together. They're wed. 
Marty mm-hmm. Herney, like Brad Holt says in our chat, Marty Herney has always overpaid players. No, that's just fucking it. bullshit. He's no, he got bu- th- not not bullshit to Brad Holt. I'm saying bullshit to you, Cody. Bullshit, man. Yeah, that's Brad like that's Holt just market value for a starting quarterback. You can pay Mike Glennon. No, the mm-hmm. money is not the problem. What the decision is that he was a starting quarterback. Mm. No, I just disagree. That's fine. Do you want to say that? Is that, again, that goes to Joe Brady. Hey, here you go. And uh, Teddy Bridgewater signed with the Carolina Panthers March 25th, 2020. Panthers announced the same day quarterback P.J. Walker also signs a two-year contract. So if you're going to say P.J. Walker is the, is, is better than Bra- than, than uh, Bridgewater. Yeah, but it wasn't for $60 Marty Herney, the same credit there. Exactly. So signed at the exact same time. One for way, way less than the other one. Zero just, chill oh, said the, the reason, Teddy is the 30-year-old virgin. <laughs> the reason Which I'm might so be true. Uh, fond of Marty Herney is because I think you can – every single GM I've looked at, I've been going through the Chiefs, I've been going through – everybody has almost uh, as bad a record on the second, third, fourth, fifth-round picks as Marty Herney. Right. Not a single one of them have hit on as many first-round picks. Not a single one. And that's the difference. You're like, that's cherry where... picking so hard, man. Bro. Like no, no. I want you to do this. Is here. Pick your pick your favorite list. Pick your favorite GM. No, no. Pick your favorite look, you've got two homeworks, Cody. You can't just come up here, Cody, and be controversial. You can't. Well, you gotta we are giving you homework. The professor is giving you homework. The professor's okay. giving you homework. Your homework Cody is ha- to come with a list, right, Greg, of yes. potential GMs and why. And why. And why. The I'm second gonna, list. I'm going you know, we... to do my homework, and I'm going to come right. with what, what, why we should keep Herney. So and I the wanna, I wanna second list, you have to come up with this. The second list is I want you to pick your favorite GM. I want you to send us a message. You can send it on Twitter. You can send it on DM. Who is the best GM in the league? That's what I want you to tell us. Not right now. I don't want to put you on the spot. Don't want to put you. And then I want to look at their draft history and specifically their first round draft history. Those are the two things. We're not telling you you're wrong, dude. I'm not telling you you're wrong. That's not what I'm doing. In fact, I don't even really disagree. My thing is this, is I almost feel like Marty Herney is the Teddy Bridgewater of GMs. But, but, okay, then, then you should be agreeing with me. I'm not disagreeing with you, homie. I'm not disagreeing with you. I have already agreed with you, and I will say this. And, no, in my defense, I'm not going to back down. No, I'm taking the mic. I'm that not is, backing down is, for this. Is, I'm not backing what? down from this. I've said the problem was this, is we should have brought in Rule and the GM together. So it's not about me. And and my whole defense of Marty Herney at this point, there's two. Now I have two points about Marty Herney that are important to me. One is he's not as bad as people has said he is. That doesn't mean he's good. You know, that right. doesn't mean it's kind of like what people who are defending Teddy Bridgewater probably think about you or us, 
right? Is that just because we're not saying he's the best, we're not like being okay is not the problem. Herney's been okay. The one thing I think is good about Herney with Matt Rule is that you brought in the coach, you brought in all this staff, and you put them on the pedestal. And I think Mar- Marty Herney is the chameleon. I think you just work with anybody. That's the only reason I think he's good. Let me tell you with this situation. This is what I'm going to prepare for Tuesday. Cranky cripple. I I, I am going to compile a comprehensive list. He's going on every single reason why Marty Hurley should have already been fired from this football team, and 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 the things that he has done recently that validate my point. Okay. Then I'm going to bring five of my choice candidates. I like it. Now, before, now before you all, uh, listen, I already know what Greg's going to say. It's going to be <laughs> a bunch of guys that don't have a ton of GM experience. Everybody Will you do this. what I ask, so though? I, Will you do what I ask, which is to pick your fate, the best GM in the league? Pick okay, whoever I, you I, think I, is the best GM in the league. Like the best, and I just want to look the at round. their draft history. Not, exactly. e- I will look at first round. Yes, and I understand first round is only one thing. We will look at the last five years. I just want to say that is That's I fine. want to know what you want them to be like. That's if fine. if you're going to give me a list of people of what they can be. I want you to also give me a person that they could understand that no matter who I pick, listen, no matter who I pick, no matter who it is, you're going to be able to go through their history and find players that didn't work out. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I am not going to just go, oh, this is this. What I'm just trying to look at this is, is it, we can look at the, the same thing for Marty Harney, right? That's my point mm-hmm. is that, look, is I can look at anybody and find bad reasons why they shouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, Every we will GM. not yeah, do yeah. that in this case. We just want to see is he substan- how far behind is he from the best? All right, that's, that's it. Fine. Hey, man, I have my homework. No, listen, bro, to, to everyone still listening, tune in Tuesday night. Because I'm about to give everyone all the information they will ever need to know on why Marty Herndon needs to oh. get the fuck out of here, bro. Oh. So, hey, it's done. Done. Can we answer Dar- uh, the King DJ17's uh, super chat? In the- I don't in know the- how much 500 yen is worth. Or yen? Yeah. What is it? Is it yen? He's yeah, from yen. Japan. Yen. Yeah, I think it's yen. It sounds yeah, like a I lot, agree. though. Yeah, he says even, even if though it's he's not, still a blacklisted, which, which sh- he shouldn't be, which I agree. How about Kaepernick? No, Kaepernick, I'm sorry. A guy who hasn't played in, what, almost five years now? Going to be six coming up pretty soon? I'm not taking a guy who, who who hasn't played in that long and thinking. Now, he may be as good as Bridgewater, but I'm not looking for a guy as good as Bridgewater. I want a guy that's a franchise quarterback, and I don't believe Kaepernick is that guy. True. Not, for, not for six years of being off. I've said that Colin should have had a a job of some shape or form for the past five years. I've been Mm -hmm. saying that, but dude, at this point, I don't think Colin Kaepernick thinks that he's going to be a quarterback in the NFL. Or probably wants to be. And yeah, he probably won't. And at this point in time, isn't it fair to say that he probably has 
a bigger impact on areas of social justice than he does in being a good football player. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 it seems like, yeah, whatever you think about it, man, you know Colin Kaepernick for his protest mm-hmm. first now and him being a football player second. He hasn't mm-hmm. started in five years. I mean, I think he should have a job if he wants to have a job. But, I mean, at the end of the day, how much do you trust a quarterback that hasn't really been a legitimate starter for – Five years, no fault of his own. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, but still, five yeah, years. he was a starter. He he wasn't impressive. He got beat out by Blaine. Well, Gaffer, he you know, he so. nah, he was injured at that point. You know, I, I mean, there's some different but, but that's things. A, that's about the last that. we remember. I don't him, think it, that you know Colin Kaepernick wants to play football. Is my by the way, the exchange is four dollars and eighty cents. Is how much you were just paid. Yeah. Thank you, the King DJ Seventeen. That was very gracious of you, A yes, and B. Thank you much. for your service over I'm stationed in Japan. Probably a good yes. posting. I'm just guessing there. <laughs> um, I wanted to go to Japan since I was a child. My man Darius too. is look is um, here. Is I would say this is any donation is I'm we're thankful for. That's not what we're here for. So thank you guys for giving it when you do. We we find ways to further the podcast and keep the website going. Yeah. But really, this is if anybody knows this is look. I got three kids. I got a wife down there that's pissed at me right now, probably for talking on the internet for the last five hours. I got like <laughs> like we do this entirely because we have a good time doing it. My best friends are here in this podcast, and I've only met some of you. Look, I've never even met Greg in person, physical person. I've only I met. Mean, I don't like, you know, about that. You know what I'm saying is this is uh, this podcast has helped me be prepared for COVID life. Like my wife's all like worried about her social life. I'm like, dude, I've been taking care of this shit for years on Tuesday nights. Yeah, you're more social than ever, Tony. Yes, yes, we're here. So thank you though for anybody who do does who does who does give to the podcast. Thank you very much. Any any amount is so generous. But you know what you can do. That makes us grow just as much. Thumbs up, subscribe, share, tell a friend about the podcast, tag him in a link to the podcast, and be like, yo, Teddy Bridgewater sucks, or yo, Teddy Bridgewater is the best. Right? All of this wonderful. So thank you. Guys, that's all the cat calls right now. So we've been through the calls. We're here live Tuesday night, 9 p.m. My final thoughts on the my, for me, and I'll let you go. We'll give everybody the mic one last time. My final thoughts for this game. Ooh, actually, no, I'm gonna give it to you guys because I pu- I wrote down some notes. You guys go. Who wants to go first on final thoughts for the game? And hit us with your chin check in the in that point. I mean, if, yeah, I think this is pretty easy with the chin check. I mean, yeah. across the board here. Yeah, across the board. Yeah. Can we all just just uh, he deserves it? Let the all of our chin check this week. And listen, Tony might want to go Kerr. That's fine, whatever. But dude, we all need to say Jeremy Chin. Yeah, is yeah. Our yeah. Award <laughs> we need him to be defensive. When when they said that, they kept saying he's a defensive rookie of the year prospect, defensive rookie of the year prospect, defensive and player then they, of the year. Yeah, but yeah. the do you remember when they blocked our field goal or whatever? And then yeah. Vilma's mm-hmm. like, said, this guy, guy could be defensive, defensive rookie of the year. I was like, shut the fuck up. 
No, yeah. we yeah. cannot say I that. Heard his in this name game. up to this point. I don't know either. Bye. Do we have a, do we have another call? Darius Jones said he uh, called oh. in for a second. All right, it doesn't, I don't know if he if he if he did or not. Oh, oh, yep. Here it comes. I got one last one. Just came in. Here we go. Well, it didn't just seven of five came in like fifteen minutes ago. Hit refresh. So three three Darius from Raleigh again. Another point I want to make too about the quarterback and why we need another quarterback is I hate to do it is I'm going to bring up Cam. I feel like every Doc Martin fan has asked themselves this question time and time again. If we had Cam Newton, how many games will we have won this year? And if your answer, mm. if you're like, mm. if you, it's if not like, less. If you have questioned yourself on that any time this year, you have answered the question of why we need another quarterback. There should be no reason. I don't, I don't want to get into the whole. The whole conundrum about you know letting cam know or anything like that but if cam was on this team we would be well above 500 way to finish it with the most controversial comment you can make in panther nation darius um i'm not sure that's accurate but what my statement or no that that he would we would be well over 500 if he was starting i don't know that that's accurate i think we're only one game what two games away Two games away from five hundred. What were we? Yeah, four and eight. Oh, by now? the way, for all, uh, for all the people that say they don't want a brand new quarterback behind this offensive line, uh, zero sacks. By zero our, sacks, uh, two weeks in a row. By the way, well, or no, we had one yeah, last. No, week. we had we had five last week. Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, yeah, our our yeah. defensive line did, but not our offensive line. Oh, like, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about I, I was about to say, I was like, wait line. a second. Okay. Yeah, our sorry. offensive line has not given up a sack. Dude, so our offensive line has, all season long offensive. has not been the worst. I'm no, not this, trying to say they're world beaters. Yes. The yeah, Falcons game was the worst. This narrative that our offensive line is like inhibiting Teddy Bridgewater's right. level of play has always been nonsense. I w- I'm with you 100. I'm with you 100 on that. Um, oh, so uh, did you want you want to wait until the very end of the show for my crippled joke? Or you don't want it now? Or? Well, it's up to you. Well, first of all, all right, here, look, go to your final points and give us your crippled joke. Sure. And give us a chin check. Well, you already gave us our chin check. Yeah. Chin check is Jeremy Chin. I think he's showing the promise of a future gold jacket wearer. Um, I I think that this uh, defense continues to play above the level of talent that's on the roster. Um, And I think that the more we continue to try – and accept mediocrity in the form of Teddy Bridgewater and Marty Herney, we will forever live in said mediocrity. And whatever injury DJ comes away with, it's 100% on Teddy Bridgewater. Now. <laughs> a, family, now. <laughs> a family decides they're going to go on vacation, so they check into the hotel. After the family checks in, the wife and kids move away. The husband leans over to the receptionist and says, Hey, the porn's disabled, right? He says, no, it's normal porn, you sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good cripple joke. <laughs> oh, right. Well done. Uh, yes, the porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I want to come up with a re- backup joke. All right. Uh, you think wherever and whenever. 
that one's for you to have wherever you are. Say it one more time, because the pay, the the checking into the hotel part got me. A family checks into a hotel on vacation. Okay. <laughs> the wife and kids walk away from the counter, okay. and the husband leans okay. into the receptionist and says, "Hey, is the porn disabled?" And is like, "No, you sick fuck. It's normal <laughs> porn." <laughs> The wife and kids walk away. That's what I needed to hear. Um, <laughs> the joke ends way more abruptly. I just needed the details so I could restate it. All right. Who's up next? Uh, I'll go real quick. Just uh, overall thoughts of the game. It's exactly what I've been saying all year long, man. All year long. And for all you people who have been at me on Twitter and talking shit about me in the chat room and this and that's cool. I'm fine with that. But guess what? I'm right. Teddy Bridgewater is not the answer. Anybody's been saying that. Sorry, you're wrong. He proved it this game. Our defense has been playing well enough for him to win games, and he's not been winning his games. Period. That's the final thoughts on the game. Chin check obviously goes to Jeremy Chin. And that's all I got to say. Everybody else, ice up. You got different thoughts. Ice up. CK? Yeah. So, uh, thoughts on the game is there's, uh, there's definitely blame outside of Teddy Bridgewater for today's loss. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater houses 90% of what we saw today as far as why we lost. Um, and there's not much you're going to be able to point out to say otherwise uh, to me. Um, and that's not me saying I'm not willing to hear your side of things. It's just I watched that entire game, and I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt every quarter, every drive. And when he did something good, I was like, hey, that was good. you know. But when he did something bad, it typically was really bad. And, uh, and that's what we got all game from him. So it was 100% all on. Teddy Bridgewater outside of the 10%, well, 90% on Teddy Bridgewater, 10% on that last, you know, on Joey Sly and the defense on that last drive. But mm-hmm. uh, my chin check, um, I'm going to obviously give it to Jeremy Chin. Um, and, and I'm going to let, uh, I'm going to let uh, Tony do his honorable mention for Kerr, but my honorable mention might be uh, Trey Boston for playing his best game of the season uh, of the year so far. Really? Yeah. yeah. Making a big ass tackle. I'm going to read, yeah. I'm going to read my notes verbatim. Right, so I got these notes that I wrote in a hurry when I was watching the game. And these are my thoughts on the game. In order. Defensive line has gotten so much better. Two, Jeremy Chin is in the record books now. Right? I mean, the record books. Two, back-to-back scooping scores. No one's ever done it. Offense looks the same. (laughs) That's what I wrote. The offense looks the same. Exactly. Playcock, still an issue. Robbie Anderson scores for the first time since week one. Offensive line is not terrible. That's what I wrote. Wrote. Not terrible. And let uh, oh, two. I got two more. Teddy played the same as he always does. Look, folks, is for you guys that think that we're shitting on Teddy. No, the only thing different today, and I wasn't even surprised, was not surprised one bit by any of it, A, and B, the only thing that is different is that he wasn't a 70% completion rate, but even if he was, it would have been the same outcome. Mm-hmm. And the, I had one more that I thought of in the end that I didn't write down, so I was lying about, I was going to read him verbatim. So that's all I got. Um... Look, Tuesday nights, 9 o'clock, 
two uh, the C three Panthers podcast, longest running Panthers podcast available. Tom Brady shook the hand of Patrick Mahomes, but he looks like he's gonna cry. He's he's doing it. You know he's only doing it because he's been criticized. That's it. it. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah. So that's it. Whoa, Joey, 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 you want to keep us here forever? Look, Joey. All right, Joey. Just because I love you, we'll do this one. (laughs) He's gonna. It's just gonna be the rah rah rah. It better be. That'd be nice. No, it's a minute and fifty one seconds. No, it's not. Okay, guys. It's just him doing rah rah rah. So I got a blind joke for you. I don't even need to oh. my name because I'm the only one that tells blind jokes on this okay. Blind people so, telling blind jokes. And this actually happened. So we're at work, and we're coming out of the canteen area. I go buy my Pepsi that I have no business drinking, but I don't give a shit at this point because I'm already a fat boy. So <laughs> you get out, and... I'm turning, and as I'm turning to go back to the break room, some other dude's coming the other way, and he gets into a collision, like, and the guy was walking fast, and I was accelerating, so it was like, boom! And I'm like, oh shit, sorry, I guess you didn't see that one coming, because I sure didn't. (laughs) That's good! (laughs) So, the police show up, the police house or to their work <laughs> and they are investigating the crime what so crime the cop says uh sir did you see anything suspicious last night oh god and the guy goes no officer i didn't see a damn thing mm. and if they're at work and they I've have made that joke about you you know they're sadly. putting the buckles on straps like me the officer says look here son don't mess with me, because I'm strapped. The guy reaches into the buggy, pulls out the strap, to show it to him, and he goes, Officer, I am too. Oh, guys. You know how I end my call. These are blind dad jokes. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, um, okay, do you want a dead baby joke? Yeah. Should we finish with a dead baby joke? Oh, how do you make a dead baby float? Uh, you take its foot. Your you take your foot off its head. Oh, oh. my god! Uh, how about this one? Here's my I other one. I only got two oh, of no, them. No, 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 I got two uh, of them. Oh, no, I, I got, got three of them. Again. I got three of them. Uh, how do you make a dead baby float? Ass boys. How do you make a dead baby float? Two scoops ice cream, one scoop dead baby. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. And the last one is: What's the difference between a pile of dead babies and a t- and a pile of uh, bowling balls? Oh my god! I know this one. I've you can it. unload one with a pitchfork. Hey, oh you got one, Greg. I only have one. This is the only last fucked up joke I know. What's, right. the, what's the good thing about twenty-seven-year-old girls? Oh gosh, I don't know. There's twenty of them. Okay, I got one for you. It's not, I got one for you. It's not sick. How about this? <laughs> you know how ducks fly in the V? How you seen? Du- I mean, you've seen ducks flying in the V in the, in, the, in there. Yeah. You know how one side's always longer than the other. Yeah. Do you know why? No. There's more ducks on that side. Uh, uh. <laughs> all right, that's Listen, the. Secret. I have a really, I have a bad baby joke that Come I'm happy on, to do share it, with you guys. Do it, do it. 
What's worse than a baby nailed to a tree? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. A baby nailed to ten trees. All right. It's you the C3 really Panthers right podcast. Now. The number is 252-228-5098. We're live Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Usually we don't do dead baby jokes. Usually we do Teddy Bridgewater jokes. <laughs> um, we're just we're just delirious at this point. Nah, is we're having fun at this point. Look, if crippled people make fun of themselves, if blind people make fun of themselves, then we can make fun of ourselves, folks. And enjoy it, man. Look, Hakeem Delph says, Do you guys want to see what we have? Four ninety nine, thank you, bro. Do you guys want to see what we have in PJ yes. Walker for the rest of the season yes. instead of Teddy? Yes, yes, we all do. Yeah. yeah. No, Teddy gives us a better chance to lose. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, Cody, how can they find you? Yeah, find me on Twitter at Cody Lax, C O D Y L A C. Man, I keep the same energy. I speak honest, and um, you know, I'm gonna answer people when they message me. Also, uh, this Wednesday, there's gonna be a brand new mock draft on DraftTech.com. I already know you guys are interested in players and what kind of pick we're going to have. So make sure you check out drafttech.com. I'm the Panthers analyst and I write all their comments. Drafttech.com this Wednesday. Check it out. PJ Walker for president, obviously. And uh, CK, how can they find the man of many streams? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook Gaming. I stream a lot of uh, Warzone. Um, you can find me there at uh, Codizzle underscore Allen. And uh, I play a lot with uh, the voice actor of Ghost, actually, from the game, um, whose name's Jeff Leach. He's a streamer on Facebook as well. So uh, go check us out. I have been playing Among Us over the weekend, well, over the Thanksgiving break with my kids. A, I think it's overrated. You guys like it more than you should like it. B, everybody is talking when they're not supposed to be talking. That's how people play that game. C, go ahead. Yes. Uh, you can find me at the bet that if you the two on Twitter, uh, that's pretty much my only form of social media. Check me out there. Geek open Alliance network. Uh, you can find all my shows. Uh, other than that, keep on them. My name's Tony Dunn. Sometimes they call me the professor because I profess things about being a fan of the Carolina Panthers on Tuesday nights at 9 PM live on YouTube. The longest running Panthers podcast. I'm going to say it really long. Longest running Panthers podcast brought to you by myself and these beautiful people, not only in the podcast but also in the chat room, listening on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, wherever the hell you get podcasts at, 252-228-5098. Thank you, guys. Um, Hector Legend, we'll close on this. Mad respect, but I got lots of disagreements. Don't worry, bro. I do, too. I got mad respect and lots of disagreements. We'll see you guys Tuesday night, man. Happy Thanksgiving, first Sunday of Advent. God bless you. We'll see you Tuesday. Peace and love.